The following podcast contains strong language, graphic violence, and nudity. Viewer discretion is advised. I mean, how the hell am I supposed to pick one line out of a movie where every line is a quotable line? Rob, what's your favorite line? Anybody want a peanut? Tony, what's your favorite line? Inconceivable. Rick, shut up. John, what's your favorite line? <laughs> Fuck you. That wasn't in the film. Uh, Peter Falk probably said a couple of times, though. <laughs> All right, whatever. Go. Roll it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the 4 a.m. podcast, the uh, movie podcast for nerds and all other things. I forgot the intro. Hey, we did The Princess Bride. <laughs> Tony, you ever seen this movie before? Okay. John, this, this was a sponsored episode by you. Yeah, man. Because John's here. Yeah. As well Hi. as. Yeah. Listen. Who cares? Lidocaine brick. Lidocaine oh. brick. I, excuse me, I care. I'm into Joe Montoya. Yeah. And I'm the Dread Private much. Robert. I'm Hello. going with Prince Hump Your Kink. That's not fair. Because mm. I was for sure Inigo Montoni. Mm. Oh, that's, word. Everybody, uh, email us at the4ampodcast at gmail.com and let us know what you think John's fursona is. <laughs> <laughs> it's real easy it is real easy because <clears throat> it's like everybody's all right see, uh, uh, see you next so, time so <laughs> yeah we're where are we now guys we watched the princess bride this week uh, as per orders via john and his uh sponsorship so thanks yeah. for that yeah, I mean, we watch enough shit movies. I figured we should watch one that's pretty universally loved. Pretty universally loved, yeah. yeah. Um, I have fond memories of this movie. I remember seeing it many times as a youngster. Tony, how about you? Uh, yeah, the same. Like, I don't know how many times I've seen it in its entirety, but I've certainly seen like parts of it on TBS or whatever. Like, God knows how many times. So, and yeah, I remember liking it. Joe. Yeah, more, I've seen it more times than I can count. I, I don't remember, like, when three, I started watching it, because, excuse me, many times. Um, Listen, I wouldn't expect somebody that can't count to know what <laughs> three is many. I told you uh, many times. It's past three. One, two, three, many. <laughs> Just like a gully dwarf. Mm-hmm. A gully dwarf? And, uh, hmm. Sorry, Either way, I've seen it a lot. That's yeah, what no. I'm trying to say. And uh, John, as you sponsored the episode, I assume that you've seen this before. Oh yes, many many times, Just going back to the late '80s and all the way through before today. I think the last time I watched it would have been like a couple years ago. Did you put me on mute when you looked at me like that? No. Okay. <laughs> I think he's wondering if you've seen this before. Oh, no. I, I Well, before for this podcast viewing. I think I was forced to watch it in its entirety before this time. Um, but usually I try to avoid watching it in its entirety at 
almost all costs. The absolute fucking travesty of you, mate. <laughs> oh, you don't even know that. Um, what, <laughs> one behind-the-scenes thing I should uh, reveal. We almost had Becca for this episode, okay. but mm. she refused to come because she values her friendship with Brick, Brick. so much <laughs> that she was going to have to beat his ass. Wow. And she would have because yeah. I don't fight. Mm-hmm. So she does not listen to the podcast then, I hope. She's going to skip this episode. Lucky mm. for me, I don't value anyone's friendship that highly. <laughs> so, Tony, tell us a little bit about the Princess Bride. Sorry, a little, uh... Is that an airhead? Uh, uh-huh. <clears throat> I came out of this small. big box of airheads. No, I, I totally thought that they were small. Airhead like originated in barf. Very mouth-breathing uh, way you delivered that. This giant back of airheads. <laughs> Thank you. Airheads. Airheads. Gathered here today. Go ahead, Joe. Keep it up. See what happens. <laughs> Get slapped with airheads. I'm, I'm done. So, we watched The Princess Bride, as you mentioned, from 1987. Uh, directed by Rob Reiner, who I don't believe we've done any of his stuff yet uh harry met sally stand by me North. this is spinal tap <laughs> he did spinal tap he, mm-hmm. this is spinal tap yeah wow. he's he's the guy you know interviewing he him. used to be a good director hmm. uh huh. that's, that's um yeah <laughs> uh this movie i was like i mean who hasn't seen this movie or seen parodies of this movie or uh reenacted by yeah well deadpool the holiday special yeah that's what it was um that whole thing was the the r-rated movie but they cut it out so they replaced all the parts with like this wraparound of deadpool and actually fred savage in a bed and so on he had kidnapped fred savage (laughs) brought him to the set of this to tell him the story Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay to suck his life out of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could call it his life. Uh, so, um, uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, production of this movie was kind of hectic. You had a lot of things going on. Obviously, you know, Carrie Elways wasn't very big at the time. Uh, he wasn't the first person they wanted for this. Um, neither was Robin Wright, but, you know, like, obviously they were perfect uh, together and. Uh, Apparently, like, there may have been some kind of romance between the two of them, mm-hmm. which I, like, I'm not surprised because they do have great chemistry in this movie. Um, can I give a take that may or may not be a hot take? Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin Wright mm-hmm. looks better now than ever. Oh. Hmm. Which person did he play? The princess. Robin Wright. Robin. I'm sorry, the princes. Robin the one but, woman in the movie, besides the one that went boo. Oh, well, right. that's not true. Fair. Carol Kane was in the film. That's as true. Well. Carol Kane was in the film. Yes, but Prin- Princess Buttercup, the only one that wasn't covered in warts. Yeah. <laughs> the titular um, character. Um, Rob Reiner uh, had to leave the set whenever filming the stuff with Billy Crystal, because he's just a, he's a giggly bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <That's> just... <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows Rob Reiner or anything. I, I, mean, I, I don't know personally, but... I heard at one point in that scene, Carrie Elwes is replaced with a dummy because he couldn't stop laughing as well. I, Just I thinking he's supposed to be that, a corpse on it. the table. That's why this man hosts the Oscars. Um, but they also could have used that uh, shortly after filming the scene where Christopher uh, Guest has to slap him because Carrie Elwes said, go for it, and he's... 
slapped the motherfucking shit out of him and uh, shut down production for a while because uh, he had to get like stitches or something. And like, it was that's a whole not thing. a slap, that's assault. Yeah. <laughs> that six finger glove's yeah. powerful. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when he fills the six finger with quarters. Carrie always got hurt a bunch of times in this film. Yeah, and uh, also the the scene with the uh, in the fire swamp when her dress catches on fire that that actually just happened. Uh, that you know, I think they you know added some scenes or whatever to make it into a whole thing, but like the, the original shot was just she was too close and yeah. Uh, but that's I mean uh, oh and yeah like you were talking about the Andre the Giant size like he used that too everyone else's advantage i guess because like uh in some scenes where it was like raining and stuff robin wright was getting drenched so he just like put her his hand on her head and it was like a fucking umbrella um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah like it's you know it's, it's a good movie so um so what do you want to guess that the budget's movie had to make oh geez i say 50 million 25 what year was this 87 Hmm. John, you go. 35. Hmm. 60, uh, 60 million. 16. Wow. Well, we all wow. overshot. Yeah, the 80s, you could make uh, a movie cheap. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I think wow. later 80s, I figured it'd be in the 20s. And but... they were better than a lot of the stuff that came after that. Wow. Yeah. I just figured Rob Reiner, you know, money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure, I guess, I but like, yeah, yeah I, don't, I, I don't know what movie you guys watched, but those sets were cheap as shit. Um, there were paintings, hmm? many paintings. Many, oh, they were yeah. great, but they weren't. I mean, they had like a whole Dagobah set going there, like for the fire swamp. Was they, it actually Dagobah? The Dagobah set? No, I feel oh, like okay. that. That was just like behind some building in the you know, Warner Brothers studios for like the whole eighties. That's entirely possible. Um, want to guess how much money this movie made? Oof. 50 million. Probably not a tremendous amount at the time. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'll go with 51 million. 45. So this is during the box orifice time? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'll just do 65 mil again. No. 30 million. Mm. Did what? we all overshoot again? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Again, I think you're forgetting a. It's more popular now than I think yeah. it was then. Yeah. And also, yeah, it, it was '87. I remember hearing it was kind of a flop. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that does that. I mean, well, it, it's somewhat debatable, but like that doesn't sound like a flop necessarily. But not certainly not the cult classic that it is nowadays. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's almost a two for one return on your money. And there probably wasn't a whole lot of marketing for this. Probably not. Um, by the way, um, Debetus finally ate enough candy and chocolate that he evolved into a dinosaur bucket. So I am liking the dinosaur bucket. I do oh, like yeah. that, but I'm. I feel that's that's Debetus. That's Debetus now. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's, he evolved to a new form. He has greater capacity and a harder shell. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I kind of feel like Ash when like he had to fight that really tough thing and was debating whether or not to involve Pikachu. Like, I miss the original. Well, fighting Tony, that really tough thing. Oh, if it makes you probably? feel better, 
you can draw mustaches on each one of those dinosaurs. Yeah, well, that would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so who's in this movie, Joe? (laughs) Someone had to say it. Thank you, you, Joe. You're allowed to say it if you're done with your stuff and pass it on. (laughs) Okay. I jumped the queue. I'm just here to press buttons, guys. And eat chips. And eat chips that I'm not offering to anyone else at the table. So, uh, so well, you know what will happen COVID. if you offer them to me. So, yeah, I don't. <laughs> <He saw. laughs> Brick's battle station is fully operational. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> he will destroy that bag. <laughs> Either way, all right. So, you, so got, this. you got Carrie Elwes at the time, not very well known, but uh, has since gone on to uh, be in many other movies. Uh, Robin White, Wright, uh, she was not even Robin Wright Penn at this point. No, um, yeah, I think making her debut, um, I believe so. Yeah, uh, as Princess Buttercup, you got uh, what's the guy's name? Is uh, something Sarandon? Uh, is it uh, Susan Sarandon? Chris Sarandon, I think. Chris, yeah, as um, as Prince uh, Humperdinck, oh, and then you have uh, uh, Christopher Guest as Count Tyrone Rugen. Um, and the then Rug. you got uh, Mandy Patinkin. As the the baddest badass that ever badassed Indigo Montoya, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you have fucking Andre the Giant as Fezzik, Wallace Shawn as Vizzini, Billy Crystal as uh, Miracle. Miracle Max. Uh, was it Gloria? What was her last name? Or uh, the one who played uh, Miracle Max's wife? Was Carol Kane. Carol Kane, not Gloria. <laughs> and then Gloria um, Stefan. Gloria Stefan. Yeah. Magic Max's wife. Um, Sounds like a porno. Yeah. And then uh, you got friggin' um, <clears throat> who's the one I missed in here? Another guy. I already, I already said Wallace Shawn. Oh, you got Fred Savage. You yeah, know, I was going to say some Fred, Fred Savage, Savage and yeah. Peter Falk. As the grandson Fred and Peter Falk. You got a fucking stacked cast is what oh, I'm yeah. trying to get at. Usually I just half-ass this thing and just be like, I don't know, it was the main guy and some other shit. No, this movie has like 10 awesome people in it. At that least. stacks a cast. Yeah. On a bargain, you got all that shit for sixteen million and a few matte paintings, and some iodine <laughs> powder, and an imitation Dagobah set. Yeah, and, and dummies and, of Wallace Shawn and Nico mm-hmm. Montoya and Princess Bird. A not good quality fake rat and a not good quality <laughs> fake eel. Yeah, a couple. I thought the eel was pretty decent. The eel yeah. was pretty good for for the time it was on screen. And you know, I, I mean, it was like, it was like walking with dinosaur levels of yeah. good puppet. Took an Andre the Giant punch very well. It's <laughs> a reference. Anyway. Manga. <laughs> so yeah, that's who's in this movie. Excellent. Yeah. So what the hell happens in this movie? Do we want to have Brick tell us? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> okay. Do you want to leave us? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> it really does feel like we're bothering you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting married tonight. <laughs> what? Going to kill myself. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. Let's ripples barbecue chips. Rob, few pairs of perfect breasts in this world. All right, <laughs> shame to spoil. Consider yours. me as an alternative to suicide. I did. That <laughs> <laughs> is the problem. I continued on with suicide. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody at this table would make the same choice. It really cemented the. Uh, yeah. what we're doing. I got my. 
gla- glass on the table like a sucker, you like brute. a savage, like mm. Fred Savage. Go join the brute that, squad. That beautiful Transformers coaster. It is beautiful. Right. So, so Joe, we open yeah, on um, a sick ass game of Nintendo baseball. Uh, Fred Savage. He's, he's living large. He's sick. He's got the day off. He's going to stay in bed, play video games all day. Uh, joke's on you, Fred Savage. Your mom comes in and is like, Grandpa's here. He's like, fuck! Just <laughs> fuck! And Santa <laughs> just got started. <laughs> Shit! <coughs> um, Sa- Fred Savage just unleashes a barrage of just the worst filth. Oh, didn't you guys know Fred Savage grows up to be Tourette's guy? <laughs> <laughs> and, um... Oh, He's shit. like, Grandpa's gonna come in here and pinch my cheeks, <laughs> and that Santa Claus on the wall is fucking unacceptable. <laughs> we might as well just talk about yeah, that now. We talk about the Santa oh, yes. It's distracting as hell. <laughs> so it looks like it was a paper Santa Claus that he made like in school or something. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those and some of you some of you <laughs> If he made that in school, he is seeing a counselor. <laughs> well not in the eighties. Everyone made creepy shit like yeah, that. Yeah, they made you yeah, make yeah. that shit. He yeah. goes to, he goes to arts and crafts school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, um, so some of you, you freaking, the wills out there in the audience won't know what the hell I'm talking about. There was a time where you used to do like crafts in school. I think they still do. And you got these things called paper fasteners. Oh. They just punch yeah. through multiple sheets of paper and mm-hmm. create a joint of sorts that you can move. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred Savage obviously made this Santa Claus in one of those classes. It's got the old. Uh, Real Team America looking beard, cotton balls going on. Yeah, it's just a, a paper, a plain white paper plate for the face. Maybe one of um, its hands. Well, it's is... how it started. Yeah, but he obviously drew a nightmare on it. <laughs> yes, yes, that's his yeah, face is unacceptable. Yeah, yeah his face. He looks He looks angry, but he's like fully posable. Yeah, he's got this thing hanging on his closet door. But he's in a certain pose. He's in a certain pose where his legs are like splayed out and he's got one hand firmly on his ball sack. It's not unlike a, like a, woo, Michael Jackson it's kind a of move. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, it does it's, a couple of Michael Jackson y yeah. things, I'm yeah. thinking. <laughs> yeah. Great on the kids. He's either in full woo or hee hee. Yeah. He's, he's definitely going for the hee. Oh, yeah, he, he's got his hand on the hee hee. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. We start with the woo, we end up with the hee hee. Yeah, but anytime it cuts to uh, the two, you know, the kid and his grandpa, this Santa is like sneak, creeping in the corner. Okay. All right, I got a bunch of questions right out the gate. Mm-hmm. All right, what do we think about the He-Man figures? I I want I want. Who do we got on there? We had He-Man. We had uh, we Beast had Man. Beast Man. Moss no, Man. it was not Beast Man. That was, that was Grizzlor. Grizzlor, who was uh, from the just later... re-released recently. Mm. Oh, was, mm, is he nice. still just a like a angry Tribble? I believe it is like pretty much that exact same figure. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, I believe it is Leechor. Mm-hmm. Or. Uh, all right. It's not Succor, as yeah. <laughs> we had guessed prior. I mean, um, we had to deal with things such as Stinkor. Yeah. And um, Evil Lynn. So, I mean, I, I would not be surprised if he was named Succor. Stinkor. Yeah, it's entirely possible, but it's, I believe it is Leech something. Mm. And there was, uh, I think. Is just Spike Ore as well? I saw oh. up there is one of my. His name is straight up just Leech. Oh, it is just Leech. Right. Okay. If I remember right, I, that I, figure I, you placed him on a wall and then pushed something on his back. Correct. Yeah, activated the back suction or something. Yeah, and he would just suck to the wall. And he is currently twenty one dollars and ninety seven cents at Walmart. <laughs> Dag yo. Really? Yeah. Hmm. What'd you think of that ancient bag of Cheetos? Pretty good. 
Pretty good. Well, I mean, you, th you I mean, like, like that the, graphic style? It, the bag oh. was not ancient. It's just a, an old, like, yeah. The bag was kind of ancient, I think. It probably yeah. was. Because, like, it's in a kid's room and it's open and shit. Like, those are Cheetos. Stale that shit comes stale. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. From there. Did you notice the orange powder around Santa's lap? <laughs> oh, no. All right. Uh, so, anyway, That's he's from hands. Yeah. <laughs> kid's room's pretty badass. He's like, Grandpa's going to pinch my cheek. Mom's like, maybe he won't do it. Grandpa just bursts through the door. Yeah, like, 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 give, give me some cheeks, Give me some cheeks. Give me some cheeks. She grabs it. Freddy like, Krueger. <laughs> jiggles the shit out of his he face. He claps his cheeks. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. And he's like, here, I got a present for you. This fucking ancient tome by S. Morgenstern. And, um... Yo, Fred Savage is like, that's great, Grandpa, please go. And he's like, nope, you got me all day. I'm retired, son. I got nowhere else to go. He, he's kind of being a shit kid. I, I mean, I yeah. get it. He's a kid in the 80s. He's like, books are for lesbians. I am Nintendo. Not how, basically what I was going to say, but not how I was going to phrase it. Who's <laughs> quoting the film? I don't think uh, not quite. <laughs> but yeah, it's like you know, it's a book. We got yeah. we got video games now, Grandpa. Yeah. Like, what the fuck. This but yeah, like you awesome said, Grandpa's like baseball game. I, yeah. I got a while, and you know the next train doesn't come for a couple hours, so this will distract me from missing your grandmother. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Out of curiosity, have any of you read The Princess Bride, the book? No. I have uh, I may have Golden. back when I was a lesbian. Yeah. You were a lesbian for a good are. stretch of years. What the fuck is happening with you? Yeah. When I worked at the lesbiary. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, shit. He's got his words mixed again. <laughs> Where's Andre oh. the Giant to jog your memory? <laughs> um... I was gonna say. Oh, so the book is actually about like the author William Goldman excited about reading this fake book called The Princess Bride, written by S. Morgenstern. The book is not real. It's him talking about the book to his child, and he was super excited about reading it to his kid. And his kid was like, "This book sucks," and then he realized <laughs> the book does kind of suck, so he wanted to make like a better version of it. And it's a it's a weird like. Book within a book inception kind of thing. You could call but it I do recommend it. Erotic fanfic. Nope. Good. <laughs> I mean, you could. You'd be wrong. But well, you, could, like, you could call anything that. Yeah, you could call theory. that bag of chips in your hands yeah. erotic fanfic. Uh, that it is. I know it is erotic. Dropping Christmas presents all over the place. Dear listeners, be glad you cannot see what's going on under the table with that bag. That's right. I emptied it and refilled right. it. So we wow. now begin the story. Like, you know, we go into the movie within the movie. And uh, we meet, um, you know, the, the Aryan wunder couple of uh, Buttercup. <laughs> and at this point, we only know him as Farm Boy. Uh, they are very blonde and very beautiful. Mm -hmm. And um, she, she gets off on just abusing the Farm Boy, making him do a bunch of stuff. Like you do. He gets off on being abused by her. All he says is, as you wish. She's like, oh, my God, I love this man. I mean, <laughs> and then, it's not that abusive. It's like, yes, uh, pick yes. up my cup. You're an Sorry. idiot. Well, no, she's just cup. being it's like, 
Well, it's not it's not always flirty, but like it starts out with her being kind of spoiled shit, yeah, and him being you know helping hand. That's like that's what you do. No, he he loved her right from the start. Well, yeah, well, right. I mean, he might have loved her from the start. She was being know, a bitch, but, but he was just like, yeah. yes. I love One you. of the first John, lines. Didn't we learn about that word today. <laughs> One of the first lines <laughs> describing her says her favorite thing in the world was tormenting Tor- her farm boy. Yeah. Which tormenting he, is not yet, no. but you will get. But yeah, but she's just spoiled and he's just, you know, mm. the help. So she's like, whatever, do a thing for me. And he's like, yeah. He makes such eyes wish. at her. Yeah. Young, she just like. You got to get the toxic ones out of the way when you're young. <laughs> so she's just like, oh my God. And then um, she makes him, like, get a picture for her that's, like, right by her. And he's like, as you wish. Oh, yeah. He he knows at that point she was, like, just looking for anything for him to do. So he's like, oh, yeah. Smash cut right to the sunset. They're making out. She needs that picture to come into. Mm. What? And, uh, (laughs) yeah. Watch out. She's a squirter. They're they're all over each other. Which one of those buttons mutes your mic? Do not hit those buttons. (laughs) <laughs> he shouldn't be allowed to. No, you're gonna make him talk with like auto tune or whatever, saying <laughs> the worst stuff. That still would be better than what we got now. All right. So anyway, um, he's like, I need money to marry you. I'm gonna go leave to make my fortune, which is ridiculous because they have a perfectly good farm. Yeah. And then, um, she's like, okay, well, uh, don't die or anything. He's they like, don't have a perfect. Don't worry, farm. I won't. This is true love. Nothing can stop true love. In this world, in this fairy tale, that works. Normally, I would be like, fuck that. It's still more reasonable <laughs> but, than Twilight. Yeah, but in this particular story, I'm like, goddamn true love. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. So, um, then still I... still uh, seem to be a world where true love actually can, you know, survive all this crap. It's a, it's a fairy tale book. Yeah. So he goes off and immediately gets attacked by Dread Pirate Roberts. Right. Fred Savage is like, good. Yeah. Um, that's pretty awesome. Hope he dies. Mm-hmm. Horribly. And we see now that um, she uh, she's become Princess Buttercup because Prince Humperdinck, one of the nice things about being a prince, you can marry whoever the fuck you want. Yeah. You're just like, I see that girl, bam, marry her. <laughs> Done. I don't even know if she has to be like single. Like, yeah, <laughs> probably not. Yeah. Diseases, uh, whatever. I'll worry about that later. Prima noctum, motherfucker. Well, also, uh, particularly with up. this uh, particular prince, like, yeah, he would have just been like, "Oh, she's married. Oh, that's cool. Can I meet him?" Stab. Mm. All right, <laughs> you're single now. now she's huh? a widow. Yeah, cool. So the book goes into this a little more, but um, she. There's more of her, like after Wesley disappears, and her um, being found by Count Rugen. Okay, because I was gonna, I was gonna say, yeah. like, this seems like something's there. There was a serious leap in what we yeah. see. But there's what, two big she parts found, in this book. Was she found in the in the farm, abandoned, still waiting for someone to feed her? Because no. she can't do anything by herself. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, but Count Rugen was an opinion. Yeah, was drawn because of her suffering, and that's his thing. Like he is, he's a, a scientist who studies suffering and pain. Mm. Also and known as a sadist. A sadist. Yeah, um. but he's a sadistic scientist. 
And he's writing. <laughs> is that what we call Sado science? Sado science. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same difference. That was, that was good. Yeah. That was that was actually pretty so, clever. I like that. Yeah, he came over and was like, "Yo, oh, this suffering lady also happens to be the hottest fucking woman around." Humperdink, hit that shit. Humperdink. Yeah, Humperdink, stun. <laughs> hit that shit, trigger. Yeah. <laughs> Drag her off to the palace. Boom. She's gonna marry but um Humperdink. Humperdink's like, "Bam, that's my princess. Check her out." Everyone was like, "God fucking damn it, she's so hot." You know, I love you, Humperdinck, because you brought her to the court. And Humperdinck's like, all right, yo, lady, we're going to get married. Go ride a horse. So she <laughs> she does. What's just up? quick side note, I, I think because we're here now uh, where he's introducing her to the mm-hmm. common people. I have never noticed before the king. Mm-hmm. He is now my favorite character. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you noticed him in this scene, but he's just doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, he's just wilding out like a little old man, like just, <laughs> he's just having a great time out in the yeah. corner. He's completely senile. He, oh yeah, he that's is, fine. He's somewhere else during this yeah. whole ceremony. Um, he, he's channeling uh, the Trevor character I played mm-hmm. for one of our things pretty well. I like that. So he goes. She goes off and rides her horse. That's like. You know, she can't bother Wesley anymore, so horseback's riding all she has to amuse her. And uh, she it's runs into... the only into... way she can move around is the horse moves her mm-hmm. for her, just determines where she's going that day. So she runs into this trio of, of motley gentlemen. Uh, you got a fucking Wallace Shawn, bald-headed little... Uh, little like gnomish guy going all like eh. you got Indigo Montoya just fucking radiating testosterone just like I am the sexy Spaniard and then you have fucking Andre the Giant just like I am going to grab you and turn you off with my hand yeah that sounded more like anything. that was Arnold but... <laughs> that's what I do either way turn um, you off with my hand mm-hmm He's Get got the you. bad touch. <laughs> Get you. Nope. No. No. That's what Rob does. No, he turns Well, he gets off. you, and then he turns you off. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, Saying you get people off with your hand. He Never was mind. talking about Never mind. Oh, you're saying I jerk people off. Mm. No, he's he's okay. terrible at Let's it. Let's move on. I really am. It's... it's oh, God. Yeah. It's the blood. Yeah, it's not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. Um, so. That would help you if you're not circumcised. Yeah. So you got this fucking legendary trio you here. You will be. You uh, will be. Vicini, after they knocked the princess out and abduct her, uh, Vicini's just yelling at everyone. He's like, Fezzik, you're shit. I found you on Greenland. I'll, I'll leave you there. You know, in the go Montoya, no one gives a fuck about you. Um, put this lady in the boat. Let's get out of here. And um, Prince should have married him. They would have been perfect together. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, uh, Fezzik, his whole thing, you know, he's he's very down right now. His feelings are hurt. So uh, um, Inigo likes to cheer him up by uh, doing a little rhyme game. So they start, like, busting out some, dropping some bars here. And while Sean's all like, no more rhyming. I mean it. Anybody got a peanut? Anybody want a peanut? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, ah! So anyway, um, cutesy. We get, and we find out now the boat is being chased by this other guy. And uh, all three of them you know, stop paying attention to Princess and look at the boat. Princess Buttercup is like, I'm out of here! Jumps <laughs> into the water. 
Fucking, uh, but the water is filled with some spooky eels. Shrieking eels. Shrieking eels. Shrieking spooky eels. Uh, Fred Savage is now, we see he's starting to get a little invested in the stories. Grandpa's like, are you okay? I know this is a little scary. And he's like, shut up, Grandpa. Go yeah. back to where you were. Just puppets. Shut up. Yeah. But uh, they, I did like these puppets. They were, yeah. they were pretty, they were pretty good. good. What was the last puppet eel we saw? Was it a Conan film? Uh, uh, Red Sonia had the mechanical uh, eel. Sonia, there you go. That was more. That was a pretty good puppet. Like a bass, maybe? I don't know. It was a fish monster. It was a fish lizard. Yeah. This is a tangent, it had legs. But it was very interesting. I met a man today who raised a ball python until it was 12 feet long. Not possible. I, I don't know what it was. It was a python of some sort. Okay, not a ball python. Not a ball python. Burmese python? Possibly, yes. Okay. It was like six inches in diameter, and you would take it to the beach in Milford and then ride it in the water. I don't think That's just you cool. can do that. I think you met a drunk who lied to you. Well, he delivered my bed. And he wasn't dry. Yeah, I stick with my story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that the snake would not really cooperate with the hmm. with that. He might have took it in the water and stuck it between his legs. That's <laughs> about as far as it was. just was... an anaconda right out of the trousers. <laughs> yeah, like oh, I haven't done that before. He apparently <laughs> also kept two alligators but that was another story that's a little more realistic <laughs> you might you could ride an alligator potentially right see capybaras do that all the time oh. um john if you wrapped a snake of sufficient mass around you and just jumped in the water could you use it as a flotation device if it was cooperating with staying around snakes you. are no more slow. buoyant than you are so i don't know because you mm. see them is it because they're squiggling about that they can swim very well well i mean you if you just jump in the water yeah you don't you immediately sink mm, i do it's well, very heavy yeah. yeah you're very dense <laughs> very dense it's just your head though um yeah. but no it, it would not help you drags the rest of me down. remain afloat okay Hmm. Anyway, That's a shame. so this eel's about to maul her. Andre the Giant fucking punches it right in its dumb head. <laughs> and uh, she grabs her. Yeah, fucking yoinks it's her like in the boat. a fucking baby kitten. Yeah. Um, Might as well be. It was hypothesized that um, she just had a handle installed on the back of her dress, the Probably, way yeah. people were just flinging her around this movie. Well, yeah, we breezed past it, but she also just has an off switch in the back of her head. Well, oh, that was like a Vulcan neck pinch. That yeah. I mean, sure. I think if Andre the Giant squeezed you on the back of that hard enough, you'd probably pass out, I mean, too. Yeah, just doing that, he's getting your carotid artery. Before his mm -hmm. hands are brittle like glass. Yeah. What? Yeah. You know what? You get Andre the Giant here and you let him try. I guarantee I'll be all right. All right. So they reach the Cliffs of Insanity. Sorry. Um, which on this giant corpse on top of you. On the far shot, the Cliffs of Insanity are actually the Cliffs of Dover, which is a sick-ass guitar song by Eric Johnson. <laughs> nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Anyway. Up um, close, they're a matte painting. Up close, yeah, they are a matte painting. Uh, so they got to climb a rope now. The plan is you got to... Uh, Fezzik, who's fucking strong, and you got three other people hanging off of him on this harness that they made, and uh, Fezzik's well, supposed to get him up there real fast. Three. 
Three dolls. Well, yeah. So, well, <laughs> three balloons with wigs yeah. on them. By this honest. point in Andre the Giant's life, this was very close to the end of it. Like he Rob couldn't Reiner lift himself. anything. Oh, he, yeah. He, well, first of all, he was never lifting at them yeah. at any point, and that was not him climbing at any point no. either. But I do not understand the logic behind Like, Wallace Shawn seems like a sleazy dude, so I get him being like, giant, carry me. Mm-hmm. But, like, why, Inigo Montoya? Why not? Yeah, I mean, if, if Andre Giant's offering to carry you... you he's know, not offer. I don't think he ever offered. He's, yeah. he's told. Probably for counterbalance. Yeah. Mm. I, I think it was more supposed to be that this climb was approaching superhuman mm, yeah. Uh, ability yeah. to be able to climb up a rope, which um, it would be yeah. by how... <laughs> fair. Um, and that's why it was so shocking that the man in black could do it as is well. able All to right. do it as well. So that makes sense. Yeah, I'll give you that. One famous um, Princess Bride story here. Uh, Wallace Shawn was absolutely cripplingly afraid of heights and was so afraid of... Um, uh, ruining this shot like he couldn't even be like a couple inches off the ground like they were on the set so andre the giant just grabbed his head and he was like i will take care of you and he's <laughs> <laughs> like you do not have to worry and then Wallace sean was fine after that that's because he was asleep yeah. <laughs> um, i would take care of you like a little baby indeed so um yeah they would they have to chase up the rope um, they get to the top. Uh, Zini hears an asshole. He's like, I'll just go cut the rope. Drop this this dude. Um, but, you know, true love's power in this motherfucker. He, he can't uh, be defeated by just cutting the rope. He's a hero. Falls don't. Yeah, it's not going to be that easy. Yeah. So he's climbing up the side. Uh, you know, Vassini's like, inconceivable, which he said like 20 times by this point. Um, I think this is the point where uh, Inigo asks him, like, I do not think that word means what you think it means. And Another banger. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, then, he leaves Inigo behind to take care yeah. of this dude. And he's like, we're going to go on ahead. And do your thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, he leaves Inigo to finish him off. And we get basically just one of the greatest scenes ever put to film. Like, mm-hmm. Inigo's like... Hey, you know, hurry up. You know, you're, uh, I don't want to wait. And he's like, well, throw me a rope. He's like, well, wait, I'm going to kill you when you get up here. So Man in Black's like, all right, well, uh, I guess I'm not going to, you know, listen to you then. Well, you, no, it's more, he's saying, like, you know, can you hurry up? And he's like, well, yeah. it'd be a lot faster if the rope was still here. And he's like, well, I can throw it down you. And he's like, how do I, I, I don't have no reason to trust you. And he's like, yeah. I swear to you, I will not kill you till you get up here. But fucking get up here now. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the the line where he's like, "I am only waiting to kill you when you get to the top." And he's like, "That does put a damper on our relationship." <laughs> and then uh, finally, you know, he offers to swear as his word as a Spaniard, which isn't any good. And I've known too many Spaniards. <laughs> finally, he swears on the soul of his father, Domingo Montoya, that he will reach the top alive. And Wesley's like, "Throw me the rope." At this point, we're still referring to him as the man in bl- the man in black, but it's clear to everyone he's fucking Wesley. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's not like that's fucking a that's Clark a Kent. deep plot <laughs> yeah. twist that the the thing's hiding. A from A bandito you. mask and a little you know yeah. mustache is not gonna you know hide that. So that beautiful, beautiful face. And it goes like, 
so confident in his ability to kill this dude. He gives him, like, all the sporting chances in the world. He's like, yo, take a break. Get the rocks out of your boot. Check out my sword. It's really awesome. I'll let you hold it. Um, let me tell you about my dad. This guy, uh, this six-fingered man, killed my dad over this sword. And I like that Count Rugen, who we find out later, is the six-fingered man. You know, he wanted to, he wanted to pay less for the sword. His dad was like, no, so he killed his dad. He didn't even take the sword. Like, that That didn't mean anything to him. He was just like, fuck, whatever. Kill you. W gives uh, Inigo the two scars when Inigo tries to avenge his father. Um, and just leaves him there. Because uh, Count Rugen's just a, just a mean, mean dude. Piece of shit? Yep. Count Rudin. Count Rudin, yeah. Tyrone. <laughs> um, Straight up sociopath, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Inigo's like, I will find that man and I will say to him, Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And like the music is swelling and like the, the, the wind's blowing through his hair and you're just like, oh man, when he gets his revenge. Um, and, and oh now, man, we're going to print so yeah. many t-shirts with that line on it. Mm -hmm. All right, now swashbuckling in and it's... In and of itself is not like my favorite mode of fighting to watch. Um, it gun does, fu is right. Gu, gun kata specifically, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, almost as good as jim kata or jump kata. I'm sorry. Uh, either way, um, this is wow. this is just one of the greatest sword fights, but the film for as far as swashbuckling goes, it's not the most realistic thing in the world. It's silly as all get out, but. It is a goddamn well choreographed fight. Mm -hmm. And they fucking throw down. Uh, they do the whole, I'm not left-handed. I'm not left-handed either. Cut your mustache off. They're, they're swinging on like vines and uneven bars and all that. <laughs> they're, uh, yeah. By the end, basically, you know, through, despite all of the skill that Inigo has, because he's been practicing sword play for 20 years to avenge his father, it means nothing uh, against the man in black's um, unstoppable quest to find his true love. And he disarms Inigo and knocks him out. He can't bring himself to kill him because he's just too good of a piece of art. Yeah. And he runs off. Um, so now Vizzini sees that and he's like, fuck. All right. Um, How can I screw this up? Further? Yeah. So Fezzik... Kill him your way. Fezzik's like, what is my way? And he's like, pick up a rock. <laughs> when he comes around the corner, hit him in the head with the rock. <laughs> and, you know, my uh, way's not very sportsmanlike. Yeah. So Fezzik decides, you know, he doesn't like just murdering him with a rock. So he, he throws a rock close to him, which fucking explodes when it <laughs> hits the boulder behind him. And he's like, I didn't have to miss. And uh, Man in Black's like, I believe you. So ultimately he's like, put down the sword, I'll put down the rock, and we'll just we'll just fight it out. The old Duke of I'll Root. just kill you with my hands. Yeah, we'll settle this honorably. Yeah, yeah and he <laughs> hand to hand combat. He's yeah. like, I think the odds are slightly in your favor. It's like, it's not my fault I'm so big. I don't even work out. <laughs> yeah, you know, so fucking seven foot four, five hundred something pound Andre the Giant is going up against like a Maybe 170 pound carry always. Well, this is where I will say there's again, you know, 
real world scenarios, some things can't be helped, mm-hmm. but it, it actually is in Carol's favor because Andra is moving move. real slow. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, I think the character of Fezzik yeah. is supposed yeah. to be. Yes. Well, this is the thing of dying. like. Yeah, well, the, again, yeah, this is yeah. the difference between, you know, like, at the time, there's only so much the, the actor could actually do and mm. so on. And we didn't have any means to try and fake the funk here, basically. But it is a little sad because, like, it is so obvious. He's, like, taking the widest swings. So, interesting fact, um, William Goldman, when he wrote the the book... He then pretty much immediately turned around and made a movie screenplay. Mm. And as he was writing the book, he's like, the only person I can picture playing Fezzik is Andre the Giant. Mm. And that was the one, like, he knew right when the beginning, when they're like, we're making a movie out of this. Like, that's the one they knew they had cast right away. They had to get Until he heard him speak. (laughs) (laughs) And then he was like. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, well just at, at that point, cross a few of these lines out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in '87, Andre the Giant was a household name. Sure. Like wrestling yeah. oh, was yeah. way more popular than it is today, and that's because it was real back then. Mm-hmm. Well, oh yeah, <laughs> people thought. Some people believed it was real back then. Well, some people still believe it's real now, but mm-hmm. less said about that, the better. Mm-hmm. Like Fred Durst, a Limp Biscuit fan. So, <laughs> but I do feel like that was probably a you know the original script had like a lot more of those moments of him rhyming, and he was just did, like, yeah, I'm just gonna cut a lot of that. Out. <laughs> but, yeah, in the book, basically, whenever Fezzik was, you know, Fezzik's thing was being huge. He of course had a uh, low intellect because that's just how that always works in these stories. And in whenever, yeah, whenever that was stressing him out. You know, um, Inigo would calm him down with rhymes. So that was a reoccurring thing in the book. But um, either way, fucking, uh, they fight it out. Fezzik is obviously stronger, um, but he's slow as all get out. And eventually, the man in black gets on his back, chokes him out, um, and wishes him well in the sweet dreams of many large women. Sleep apnea takes over. Mm -hmm. Oh. Um, and they run off. Well, he runs off after yeah. Uh, yeah, Andre after Andre's yeah. going nowhere. Yeah, he's not yeah. running anywhere away or asleep. Yeah. At yeah. best, till he can fall down a hill. Um, so we meet Vizzini, who has now set up like a whole fucking picnic. Like he's got like uh, rock he's turned into a table and chairs. Just and... cast the instant picnic spell. Yeah. Well, yeah. he knows. He's like, I'm not out running goddamn Carrie Elwes. I'm not beating him in a sword fight. So the only thing I could do was cower behind the hostage. And annoy um, him to death. Mm-hmm. So um, the man in black is like, check this out. Um, let's have a battle of wits. Because you think you're so smart. Um, I think I could take you in a battle of wits. So I got this Iocane powder. Sniff that. But, you know, don't inhale. Also, um, it doesn't have any smell. <laughs> yes, yeah. I don't know what the hell the point of this is, um, I guess. But How in, do you or, I guess, sniff? But oh wait! Not inhale. No, he but said inhale, but don't uh, don't, don't touch. touch. Don't okay. touch. Yeah. Right. yeah. I guess maybe the idea was to let uh, ensure him that it doesn't have a smell, so you can't. Yeah, it was to illustrate it that thing, it doesn't but... have a smell or a taste. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. iocane powder, you don't, you can't notice where what it's put into. He allegedly poisons one of the goblets of wine. Although, and... honestly, mm-hmm. better way to solve this, like. Here, sniff this. Now give it a taste. Yeah. I won. <laughs> like, yeah, you're dead. Yeah. Uh, no. But so 
Either way, he wants to beat the smart guy at the yeah. Battle of Wits. So, um, basically, uh, Vecini gets to pick one of the goblets to drink from, and uh, the man in black has to drink from the other. And, you know, that's it. Like, what, you, you see what happens at that point. So, Vecini just goes on the, uh, the greatest distraction campaign here. He is just set to ramble. And he he's running out of air. He's turning his red as Buttercup's dress, just yelling about God knows what. He finally does the what could that be? And um, you know, Man in Black turns around. He switches the goblets, which he doesn't need to do because yeah. no matter what, like he got to pick which one he wanted to drink. Yeah, again, I imagine right. that's just so once he mm. drinks it, yeah. he could be like, ha ha! You thought you won, but you yeah. didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, want, yeah. just for that moment. So, pop quiz, John. Don't look at my notes. What are the two classic blunders that, uh, you know, he said that he committed one of the uh, two classic blunders? Um, oh, shit. Uh, never engage in a land war in Russia. In, in Asia. Asia. Uh, Asia. Yeah. Or Russia. Yep. Or Russia. <laughs> um, Eurasia. Mm-hmm. Um, and never engage in a battle of wits with a Sicilian when death is on the line. Gold star. <laughs> so Wallace Shawn is laughing about those two uh classic blunders and then he just dies and you're like good it occurs to me Mm -hmm. for being such a supposed smart guy he never asked a very important question of why the hell do you have a very specific poison on you Mm -hmm. he's a pirate yeah. Yeah, but that seems a little sus. The like, oh, yeah. well, pirates are I sus. Yeah, yes. a ninja costume yeah. and a mask. What? Like, also, Vasini, while being an intellectual, he is not a smart man. No, you know? yeah. he just knows a lot of fancy words. Maybe that's that's the thing behind uh, the most intelligent man in the world doing a really stupid thing. He's, mm-hmm. He knows a lot of things. He's not. He has very a very wise. high yeah. IQ, but not a lot of common sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That happens a lot. But, yep. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But that also, and this is the answer, which is he poisoned both cups, so mm-hmm. it didn't matter. Although I was kind of like, I, I guess the idea is he built up uh, an immunity to iocane powder, yep, to the to the powder. Surreal but it's Batman like, shit. you can also just not actually fucking drink that shit. Yeah, <laughs> close your mouth and go like, oh yeah, mm. really good. But that would be dishonest. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's not do that so, now. All right, he's won. He's got Princess Buttercup. But he's, like, fucking being a little petty here because he thinks that Buttercup, just immediately after she thought he was dead, went off and was like, I'll go marry the prince. Like, that's just a thing you do. Like, you know, I can't have Wesley, so I'll go marry the prince. So he's got to test her. He, he well, talks I mean, shit to her for a while. Yeah, their love was about as shallow as you could actually mm-hmm. make it. So, yeah, him being a little petty about it makes sense. Well, I suppose, you know, from his point of view, I mean, it's still kind of fucked up because he's going for, I believe they said five years. Yeah. Right. So, But uh, from his point of view, she just, yeah, he has no idea what she's been through or that she mm-hmm. spent the whole time crying. So he just assumes she was like, oh. I guess he's gone. Let me go find somebody rich. So he does not believe just both when you, when your feelings are hurt for different reasons. So when your feelings are hurt by a loved one, you can get things can get petty. Mm-hmm. So um, she basically is just like, I died the day that Wesley went away, and I was frozen uh, today. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, basically demonstrates to him that she still loves Wesley. You sure about. Okay? You know, but the thing, though, even though she loves him, she doesn't really talk to him very much 
Because the only thing that really gives him away is when she pushes him down a fucking hill and he yells, as you wish. So she's like, I know. I'll fall down the hill, too. Yeah. Who was that? They're both stupid. Oh, that was me. I, I just oh, ripped one. All right, yeah. cool. Um, so. <laughs> they lose a dinosaur. Yeah. They fall down the hill. That looks like a tongue, Rob. His. <laughs> Rob is eating a red airhead. So they fall down the hill. Um, they're reunited. His mask falls off. He could see it's Wesley. We could call him Wesley now. Hooray. Yeah. Hit him with a rock. Humperdinck Sorry. shows up and uh, with his, like, he's got Count Rugen with him and some guards. And they're like, let's get those fools. Um, so... They fall uh, down a hill and become yeah, with that the horses. Was, that was what distracted Wesley. Yeah. He looked away, and Buttercup pushed him down mm-hmm. the hill. So, um, it's the fog of war that caused them to become invisible. They were outside mm-hmm. of the uh, the rendering uh, distance. Yeah. So, well, she pushed him out of the draw well, distance. Yeah, yeah. I believe the idea is they, you know, because they were on the other side of the mountains, so they couldn't see them anymore. But like, did no one notice that they just went like woo? Mm-hmm. Well, either way, they knew they were going towards the fire swamps, but they're like, oh, we ain't going in there. Well, yeah, yeah. And, the, and also, you know, Humberdink being a good tracker was just like, we, I know the other way out of the fire yeah. swamps. I'll just go there. Um, or they die in the fire swamps and I win. Yeah, I'm not going We also there, find out Humberdink wants her to die. Well, it was he hired a, Vincini. Yeah, a, a very specific time, I think. Yeah, he, he wanted... A, he wanted Strategy. her body to be found. Yeah, and, and he because he wants to start a he, war. he wants to start a Gilder. war with Gilder. Yeah, yeah. he wants to They're start a war Florida. with the people's support, yeah. presumably so he can have them go uh, fight his war for. Yeah, him. I think oh, yeah. he wants to conquer Gilder. Sure. So yeah, he can rule both kingdoms. Yeah, it's conquering another kingdom, but like yeah. looking like the good guy when you also. Do it. I think he needs to be married to be a king, mm-hmm. and then like doesn't matter if she dies right away. Right. I don't so think that's right. how kingness works in in Florida. That's how it works in yeah. Florida. Florin. Florin. Oh, okay, because I was like, Florida does not have rules. <laughs> <laughs> probably has a king somewhere in it. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably more than one person that calls yeah. themselves. It the might be required that he has a wife to assume kingship, yeah. so that there's a. You know, it's secure that he's going to create mm-hmm. a air, an air. Yeah. See, that would be an interesting angle to explore with this movie of like, is there a rival person who's like, no, I could also be king. And then yeah. they're just both racing to figure out who gets to bang somebody first. If he had a brother or a cousin. Exactly. Yeah. Or, I mean, even if it's not, if it's not a, an air, an heirloom kind of thing, if it's not an inherited title. Hmm. Because well, otherwise he would just be I'm king. I'm tired to shut your mic yeah. off. All <laughs> this is weird anyway because, like, the king and, and the queen are both still alive. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But so, whatever. All right. They run into the fire swamps. And a funny story here. Um, this is very early on in the shooting of the movie. Um, Andre the Giant, who's not in this scene, um, he couldn't really walk around. So, he had a, um, like, a tricycle scooter thing. Like a, a moped, but it was a three wheeler, and he rode it to these um, the, these hills, and uh, he wanted Carrie Elwes to give it a try. But the the bike is made for a man of Andre the Giant's size, so Carrie Elwes is trying to operate the clutch to get it in gear, jams his foot in there and breaks uh, at least one of his toes, <laughs> um, gets it stuck in the in the clutch of the uh, 
of the motorcycle. So and that's like, how they recorded the so, scream that he does later. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very early on in the film. He's already like uh, hurt his foot and like they're going to have to move the fight scene back and all that. And like he's so afraid to tell Rob Reiner. You know, and Rob Reiner was like, that's fine. You know, you're fucking injured. Like, you know. Yeah, he got injured a lot. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Vigo Mortensen's like, hold my beer. <laughs> but you can see as they're running through the fire swamps, uh, Wesley has a very pronounced limp. Um, so they're in the fire swamps. And uh, this is like everything the 80s taught us to fear. You're walking along. Suddenly there's just random popping and a gout of fire comes you out of the ground. You just gout of fire come out of you. Mm -hmm. Or was that yeah. John? Lit no, John's dress on fire. No, that, that was, yeah, it was all him. Um, those random gout. popping sounds yeah. were, that was all him. That was definitely a joke. So uh, we learned that um, he is the great Pirate Roberts, but not the original, or I'm sorry, the Dread Pirate Roberts, but not the original Dread Pirate Roberts. He's uh, the standalone complex giant, John, uh, Jolly Roger Roberts. There's, um... Turns out the person that made him the Dread Pirate Robert was also not the original Dread Pirate Robert. It's just a brand that they pass around, yeah. you know, like the Phantom. Yeah, yeah. exactly like the Phantom. Yeah, except they with a much cooler suit. And down in the Caribbean, mm -hmm. they actually have a chain restaurant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, basically he's going to retire now and pass on the mantle to someone else um, now that he has Buttercup. But uh, that's interrupted because... This is the quickest quicksand in the world, the lightning sand. Lightning yeah. sand. Quicksand is not fast enough. Nope. Buttercup's just gone. She's just... <laughs> it's extreme. Yeah. And the bomb drops like out. When someone pulls all the pegs out of thin ice, like, the marbles are just gone. Like, I mean, it's pretty much, yeah, like me halfway through a Taco Bell meal. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I still have, like, Chalupa in my mouth. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Guess we're finishing this in there. So. <laughs> also, the RUSs yes. are watching. Yes. <laughs> Rob devours his fourth meal. Um, so, yeah, Carrie always grabs a vine. Wesley, he he grabs a vine, jumps into the lightning sand, pulls her out. I mean, at that point, I'm pretty much using the bidet to clean myself. Okay. <laughs> So well, you're having basically like that's a, what it's for. You're having yeah, a battle no, not, stream for I mean. stream with the bidet. yeah. It's, it's a <laughs> yeah. battle with yeah, the bidet. Really Don't is. cross the stream. It's like I'm just no. trying to trying to beat it back. Like it's a big brown waterfall. All right, let's move on. Toilet power beams. <laughs> so yeah, um, Bog of you see things. the jankiest <laughs> looking giant <laughs> rat here. Um, is like watching them come out of the the bog. I look like this is a mix of stuffed animals, puppets, and at certain points, there's a lot of them that are just like dudes in really it's, shitty suits. Yeah, it's just poor people. Oh no, I love it. Ne yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> the RUSs are pretty great. Uh, it, as as terrible looking as they are, they are awful looking. So I like that they have an acronym. Mm-hmm. So, Anything can have an acronym. Um, Wesley, not he, he clearly sees the RUS. He's looking mm -hmm. at it. And he's just like, well, Buttercup will freak out too much if she knows about it. So I'm just going to pretend it's not there. And like 10 seconds later, someone just tosses a giant furry pillow on Gary Elvis. <laughs> yep. It's like, rrr. <laughs> that, was, that was a dude. That was, that was, well, a dude I mean, jumped out onto him. 
Yeah. In a rat suit. Yeah. I think that one might have been a different. Tackle tackles carry always down. So now he's tussling with the RUS, rodent of unusual size. Um the ruse. And uh you know, Princess Buttercup, uh let's just say the nineties, the late nineties, early two thousands are a long way away. She has no agency in this fight. She's like She fucking I'm sucks. gonna get a stick and maybe poke him with it, but not she even like a like sharp stick. Stabbing the ground in front of it. Yeah. Like but, eh. what did you want her to do? Like she obviously anything. Had, hand him his sword. <laughs> yeah. She obviously I mean, had like a snooty upbringing. Yeah. Like she doesn't know how to fight. I mean, she's or not, stand on yeah. her own. She's not, Probably not. Like she probably never yeah. had to. But my, like, I'm not. And even when she was yeah. sent out to do her chores, she passed them along to this. I know. Kid. Yeah. No, I know. It She's works just, in the context oh, of this boy. movie's I mean, fairy tale not, background. Yeah. I mean. I mean, and if this like, movie was made today, blaming it on the patriarchy. Yeah. Just. And if this movie was made today, she would do like three flips. And stuff. Oh, yeah, she yeah, would have beat so. Inigo Montoya in the sword fight yeah. to save Wesley yeah. from. Yeah. And out also Andre the Rabbit. Yeah. But. I, I'm I'm glad we're not going there, but it is like yeah, she can't even like hand him his sword. Yeah, like, I mean she's basically like one of those you know. anime girl pillows, mm-hmm. just nothing there. She's I just, just it's Wesley's wife. Not entirely wrong. Yeah. It's the yeah. same. Yeah, it's exact, Wesley's wife. It's the same exact problem I had with Tim in Jurassic Park, and I yep. mentioned this while we were watching the film. He just stands there doing nothing. Yes. But some people just don't. Yeah. Keep I, their uh, calm in any kind that's of... What, that's what yeah, some people do. They just they freeze just up. Lose that is I true. mean, in reality, I probably would just totally freeze up at the biggest rat in the world yeah. and well, tackle John. I would also, if it was John, I would just assume John's going to kill it. So. I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, that, that bothered me that, you know, he's this Dread Pirate Roberts adventurer. Mm-hmm. He's fucking awesome with this sword. Yeah, yeah he, doesn't, he doesn't have a... a a, a knife, belt knife, yeah. Yeah. like boot knife, belt knife. Yeah, some some, some other backup weapon. Didn't bring any rope. What the that's, fuck's wrong with this? That's guy? Count Rugen's special power. He does but, have poison, though. He could have fed that poison, to the rat. Man. But yeah, you also got to remember the yeah. Again, she was she did lead a pampered life. Mm. This is time period. I don't know, yeah. but she probably doesn't have much of an education. If it was just she, this scene. She where just she was went. Useless, I'd be okay she just it. went through uh, lightning sand and yeah. shit. Like she's having a rough time. Sure, sure. So, but again, if um, if it was just this scene, or even just the whole fire swamp expedition, mm. I'd be okay with it. But she's a waifu the whole time, whole time. And, and that choice, is a good yeah. point, though. People freezing up because when mm-hmm. friends of mine rolled a tree off of a cliff onto my head, I did actually stand there trying to figure out what I should do, and it just hit me in the head. Yeah, that explains pretty much everything. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Some so, ladies and men just aren't ladies or men of action. Yeah. They would just hang back. And, yeah. In, yeah. But, so, yeah. But anyway, either way, this thing bites the shit out of Wesley. Wesley then rolls onto the popping fire fart that comes out of the swamp, burns the shit out of this thing. Wolfie burns. Yeah, gets up, gets his rapier, and just gives this thing a, a good liberal stabbing, and it dies. And I guess all the other RUS were just like, oh, all right, well, we won't mess with him. Yeah. Um, so they make it out of the fire swamps, and Humperdinck is just like Hi. right there with a the cock block. <laughs> They're about to kiss. They're like, we're free. We're going to make it. He's just like, oh, hell no. <laughs> Comes my by, watch. Um, you know, tells him to surrender. Wesley's like, I'll fucking kill you. I just fought a rat and 
lightning sand. <laughs> I don't give a damn rat. about I'm your bleeding from all of my humper dinking <laughs> ass. Yeah. And um, there's like crossbow men everywhere. Buttercup notices that, and so she's like, "All right, we surrender, but you know, you can't hurt him. You have to let him go back to his ship." She's just like, he came for me once, he'll come for me again. No problem. The princess breathes so loud, we could have shot her in the dark. <laughs> so Humperdinck's just like, all right, cool, yeah. Yoink, just picks her up off the ground <laughs> from her invisible handle, rides off. Count Rugen is like... a pillow, I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> she might be. Count Rugen was just like, yeah, um, that all that was lies, we're... You know, oh, yeah. we're going to take you to the pit of despair. She can't even negotiate well. And he's like, yo, you got six fingers Hi. on your right hand. And he's like, oh, shit. And just knocks him on the <laughs> yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> there are four fingers. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we now go to the pit of despair where we meet the albino and the machine. And where I am five days a week. <laughs> Machine, you, the machine coming to theaters near to you. you now? <laughs> no, it just sucks years off my life. Yeah. Rob is actually ran. giving a 500-yard stare right now, and he, I'm concerned he might. Uh, you go did. Into some oh, his kind metabolism of is long since failed. He's just. Oh yeah. He's breaking down. He right did, now. Uh, however, hire a large Robbie Coltrane-esque albino to I clean did. him on a regular basis. Well, that's it. He wants. Um, he wants Wesley at full health. Before he starts torturing him. Um, so the albino's like... Full health and full mass. Yeah. No one's going to find you. <laughs> let's get you healthy. Let's get you erect. And let's let's pro- get you dead. Let's prolapse our rectum. Yeah. We got a machine for that. And then it cuts... <laughs> it actually did. It was a sucking machine. It was a sucking machine. It had nipple parts and everything. It prola- like prolapses erection. Like sitting on the pool filter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, that takes me back. Now it just cuts ahead, and it's like <laughs> the king dies. Humperdinck's the king. Um, Humperdinck's the king now. He marries Buttercup. You know, and Fred Savage is like, "What the fuck, Grandpa? <laughs> get out of my house, yeah. yo, bitch! Get out!" He's, Grandpa's like, "Yo, let me read the damn story. No interruptions." And he's like, "God damn it! Read this will it right. Not be the last time I interrupt. Yeah, you. that can't be right. Somebody's got to kill Humperdinck." So now we find out that uh, it's Buttercup's dream, and the. <laughs> The worst woman in the world just pops out of the crowd when everyone's oh. bowing before her. She's just like, you're the queen of refuse, of putrescence, of filth. Boo! Bow down um, to her. Bow down to the muck. Pretty much what I get on a daily basis those five days a week. <laughs> you know, it's I, a bit of despair. Now that I think about it, aside from uh, Fenric? F- Fenric? Fezzik? Fez- that guy. Aside from him... She's probably my favorite favorite character in this whole mm-hmm. movie. I just love her delivery. So, oh yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, we see Buttercup wakes up and uh, she's just having a nightmare. Hey, so she's in like a nightgown. She puts on a vest robe or thing? a curtain, yeah, like just a curtain. You want to be <laughs> decent. Goes, talks to Humperdinck. She's like, "Check it out. I love Wesley. I'm never gonna stop loving him." Um, he will not bang me, yeah. sir. I'm going to write four letters, send them out on your four fastest ships. She's like, I'm just going to commit suicide. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Before you do that, give me a chance. Yeah. He's like, write four letters. We'll send them out on the four fastest ships. Take a chance. You know, if, if we find them, he'll come back and then the wedding's off. If not, you don't want to marry me. And she's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. 
I'll go back to my room and cry or whatever. Consider me an alternative to suicide. So that's a romantic line right there. (laughs) I should try that next time. Um, So now uh, we find out for sure because we catch. um, Is that part of your proposal? We catch Count Rugen and Humperdinck talking to each other. Basically about uh, he's going to kill the princess on her on the wedding night, uh, make it look like Gilder assassins did it. So now he'll still have his war. Tyrone's like, yo, I'm going to go start sucking this guy off. And um, he's like, you want to watch? He's like, I do love watching you work, but I'm just too busy. I got a murder to plan. Um, I'm out of here. Let me know if it's a one hander or two. <laughs> just curious. And Rugen's like, no, I'm using the machine. So we find out the machine sucks. It sucks life away. And in the book, it goes into, they torture the shit out of Wesley. And he's just like, whatever, true love, blah, blah, blah. I could endure whatever torture. And then Rugen's like, yeah, I got this machine. And it just like breaks him immediately. And like we see in the film, like it makes him cry and whatnot. But like um, in the book, he puts up a more, more of a stand till the machine gets involved. You do, um, yeah, it's not all, like, represented in this one particular scene, but throughout the whole movie and everything, he has shown to be more stoic and so on. Yeah. So you, you do still kind of get that vibe, but... Mm-hmm. So Although I do also wonder, you have this whole machine, I'm like, wait till they just see, was it Casino Royale, and you mm-hmm. find out all you need is a chair with the bottom taken yeah. out and... Smack somebody in the balls and you'll have just as effective. Again, it's not explored as much for the sake of brevity in the movie, but um, we find out that Tyrone Rugen is like writing the definitive work on pain and suffering. And this machine is like his his greatest work. And he's he's trying to actually like use it to objectively measure pain and whatnot. And that's why he's Mm. so intent on um, Wesley like being honest with him about how it feels and whatnot. Which is mm-hmm. actually, that is something that we still haven't figured out mm-hmm. how to actually objectively measure pain. Because we mm-hmm. don't actually know how it works. Yeah. So yeah, it's not even That's all. That's not and... how we want to study it, but. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's one of those subjects that like a lot of what we know about it is from people doing horrible mm-hmm. shit to other people in the name of science. Like, mm-hmm. like. Um, what the Nazis and what the Japanese did in World War Two. Some of that stuff, I think they did actually actively choose not to use. Yeah. So as to not. It was a big like, ethical debate. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it is also like I feel that's a hard one to pin down anyway, since everyone has different mm-hmm. thresholds of being yeah. and all that shit. So exactly. Yeah. So either way, um, the machine immediately breaks Wesley. He's just like. Afterwards, and I mean, I would be too. That thing was on his nipples. It was on, like, his ears. It was sucking on everything. Uh, Not the good suck. It's powered by a water wheel and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, So, um, Humperdinck now, he summons his chief of security. He's like, get over here. Get the fuck off my armrest. Um, (laughs) Assassins from Gilder are coming to kill uh, my, my bride on the wedding day. I need you to clear the whole thieves forest of people. And he's like, I don't got the manpower for that. He's like, well, form a brute squad. And then like we cut to the day of the wedding and the brute squad's attacking the thieves forest. 
and we find Robin out there's no. there's a, yeah, also, what the, mm-hmm. just what the fuck is all this <laughs> it's, well, it's he's, Sherwood Forest yeah it's the set of Sherwood Forest from Prince of Thieves I mean I believe but, all that but um men and like hey we have a we have a you know small village out in the woods where all the thieves hang out yeah let's not do anything about that no <laughs> well no yeah, he wants to do it now because he wants to make it look like he's putting a show on. Oh, I get all that. Yeah. But it's just like, if they're Why all did you thieves. Let them yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sure he, he employs people from that village mm-hmm. quite often. Yeah, probably. Probably realistically, yeah. So, also, they hadn't invented Agent Orange yet, so they couldn't yeah. find him. So we find out that there's a Spaniard giving the Brute Squad trouble. And we're like, oh, we know a Spaniard. We haven't seen that guy in a little while. Danny Trejo. It's Danny Trejo. <laughs> drunk off his gourd, swinging his machete at everybody, oh, waiting sweet. for Vicini. I would have been so happy to have seen that. And then um, the, uh, the the le- leader of the Brute Squad comes to try to, like, you know, get him out of there. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to have my buddy do it. And um, uh, Inigo turns around, and he's just like, Face to pecs with um with Andre the Giant here, and you see like he puts his hand out, and his hand's literally the size of Mandy Patinkin's head. Yeah, his fingers are just fucking massive. He measures <laughs> hand, yeah. and that's hand. what yeah, that's what drunk ass Inigo. Yep. He puts his hand in his hand. It's like a little baby, little baby hand. And he looks up. He's like, oh, fizzy, like literal <laughs> sausage fingers. So the leader of the Brute Squad comes over and. uh Fezzik just uppercuts him like Johnny Cage, just like his head comes off. And it's Don't just, interrupt us. I'm having a conversation. We're In having a, a moment. Yeah, Inigo passes out. So um, we get a little little exposition. Um, Fezzik explains to Inigo everything that's happened. Apparently, Fezzik just knows the whole plot now. He knows about Count Rugen somehow. He was very good at the intel. Fairy tale? Yeah, between scenes. I mean, also, while we're at that, like, where are they? The Thieves Forest. Yeah. So where they everyone the just gave up. <laughs> yeah. Well, they no, left. they they the were force. the plan was if they got separated, they were going to meet the city. No, no, no. I, I get all that, but like we need to clear out all the thieves from yeah. the Thief Forge. Uh, only people we have left behind is the big brute guy and the Spaniard. Well, mm-hmm. um, I, but we're not going to touch that because he'll just make you knock out. Yeah. So they were all leaving. It was basically that was the last guy they had to get. So, yeah, but somebody's got to follow up on this shit. Is my point. Like, if you're, no, if no. you're the guy that was coordinating it, just got his head punched off. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's yeah. brute you, squad. Don't care. Yeah, physics on the brute squad. I mean, yeah. it, he wants whatever. to squat in the part of the brute squad. You are yeah. the, yeah. Brute squad. The, other, the other brute squad guys are like, hey, where's uh, Captain? What's his name? And I was like, well, he was, he was Which in his thirties. You know, yeah. he may have just dropped dead somewhere. He got the scurvies. The old gout. I mean, yeah, it, you can easily Snow just gout. you know chalk this up to just shitty people, but yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of like, all right, well, so for convenience' sake, no one, no one does anything. Get a little montage where basically he he tells everything to Inigo, nurses him back to health. He's taking poor Mandy Patankin and just shoving his head in hot water and then in cold water <laughs> over and over. Mandy Patankin was saying he was just like. This was fucking awful. <laughs> like oh, he said, Andre Giant was like, I'm going to be gentle with you. And he's like, I don't he, think you can. <laughs> yeah, he, he was not gentle. <laughs> well, even if he, regardless of how gentle, you're shoving his head into one thing of water to yep. another thing of water. There wasn't a ton of time in between. Like It's not waterboarding. It's water boiling. So, yeah, and it goes like, enough. Okay, I got to go kill Count Rugen. 
How many men are at the gate? 30. He does some math. He's like, all right, we can't defeat 30. We need Vicini. Vicini's dead. We need the man in black. Let's go find the man in black. Um, Fezzik's like, uh, how the hell are we going to do that? I know. He's been everywhere, man. He's like, my time of revenge is at hand. Don't bother me with trifles. And just walks off. (laughs) Why not? The plot will show us the way. Literally. literally. (laughs) He's like, well, the princess is getting married. The man in black was after the princess. Yep. You know. True love. Yeah. True love. Which how he knew about the true love part, I don't know. How he knows about, like, any of this is fucking amazing. He's reading the book. Yeah, he must be. True love is a synonym for plot device. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Sure. Uh, um, Let's see here. So now. We get another scene where the the head of security, who I referred to as the ginger, is talking to uh, Humperdinck. Um, and Humperdinck's like, double the gate guard. I need 60 men. And um, Buttercup comes in and she's all like, oh, God, oh, your Wes- mustache. Wesley's going to come for me. Yes, um, yes. And uh, yeah, so uh, don't get excited about getting married. And he's like, oh, tomorrow we'll be going sailing for our honeymoon and all of the ships of our fleet will be there. And she's like, except your four fastest. You said you send your four fastest for Wesley. And he's like, oh, he's a terrible liar. Oh, right. Yeah, he's like, I didn't do that. And she's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> and he's like, not yet. He gives her such a like, I'm going to grab your arm and walk you to your room. And she puts up, like, no resistance. I wouldn't say that if I were you. Yeah, well, she calls him a coward and all that. Yeah, this scene is kind of sad. Like, it's unfortunate when he is our main bad guy. Mm -hmm. And yet their argument seemed less threatening than the one she had earlier with Wesley, where he actually Mm -hmm. threatened to smack her. (laughs) Because he's just like, he's like a parent. Like, you better not do this or I will put you in your room on a timeout. He is the most cowardly coward that ever I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. So either way, he locks her in the room. He's like, I'm going to marry her tonight. Um, And then he goes over to the, uh, to the pit where they have the machine and he's just like, all right, you guys have true love. I can't allow that to exist. That's just not not cool. Cranks the machine all the way up to 50. Rugen's like, not 50. And he's like. And this this is where they get the sound bite from when he broke his toe. On, yeah. Uh, on the scooter. No, the, is, more legitimate this is, a, I believe it's the Wilhelm scream. No. No, it, the, it's closer the, to that other one, it's but, but it's not of either of them. Oh, it definitely is one of them. Mm-mm. Well, it's it's like the you got lit on fire scream, whatever it's, that no, one is, but it's a different. It's yeah. multiple yeah. screams layered on top yeah. of each other. Well, the, but I swear to God, you anyone right now type in the opening to Ah Real Monsters. It's the same fucking mm. scream. I don't mm. even know what the fuck that yeah. is, Tony. I, so either way. Um, Look it up on YouTube and you'll find out. He's twitching like crazy. The machine's going nuts. He's screaming so goddamn loud. Everyone in the kingdom hears him from this underground room. And uh, Fezzik's, I mean, Inigo's like, oh, that's the sound my heart made when my dad died. We got to go there. But they're in the middle of a crowd. And so he can't get by. So he's like, Fezzik, take care of this. And he's like, everybody move. His heart has a mouth. Yeah. As, um, you know. You would when Andre the Giant yells that. I, I don't think he had to yell. Just kind of walk in front of yeah. him. Like, people are going to move for you. Don't worry about it. So, 
yeah, they find the albino pushing an empty wheelbarrow to nowhere. And uh, I guess that was for Wesley's body, come to think of it. Mm-hmm. Either way, um, you know, Inigo points a sword at him and he's like, where's where's the man in black? And he's like, what man in black? And Andre the Giant just <laughs> fucking knocks him on the head to death. Well, he jogs his memory. Yeah. And that's it. Too he's, hard. He's, he's gone. And that's the last we see of the albino. Oh, yeah. So they presumably did find the way into the secret entrance in the tree that leads to the machine. And so Inigo has to call on his father's spirit for guidance with his sword. His father shows up as a blue hologram yeah. and a, mm-hmm. in a white robe. It's a force, force ghost. ghost. Yeah. Mm. So he we just we just get a Ouija sword. Is he? Yeah. Ouija sword. In the version you watched, was he a British guy or Hayden Christensen? Who's Hayden Christensen? Never mind. Mm-hmm. Continue. <laughs> so, yeah, he he like stabs a tree with his sword, which has amazing flex because that blade was all like, is <laughs> very well tempered. Yeah. So, um. He's like, damn, and he leans on the tree, and that triggers the secret passage. All right, so earlier, yeah, the dude was like, where is that hidden knot? Mm-hmm. It's impossible to find. And then just pokes it. No problem, pokes it. This dude falls on the tree, pokes it. What the fuck? Well, his father's spirit was yeah, guiding yeah. him. The yeah. trigger for the secret passage is not good. Zach it's like Baggins the trunk of the tree. Yeah, <laughs> just touch anywhere on that. You're well, back. Yeah, now, I imagine the idea is it's a very small spot, but if you know where it is, it's easy yeah. to do. It's a secret or if you just knot. look at the tree, it's just yeah. apparently the entire tree. So, all right. Um, they go down and they find... Um, Christmas Town. Yeah, they find <laughs> Christmas Town and Wesley's dead. Yep. Um, Yay! In the, credits. In the book, there's... I could see why they didn't do this scene, but there's a scene I really wish they did because... Uh, Count Rugen had an entire zoo of death that had multiple levels and it mm. had like every venomous animal and all the dangerous predators and mm. all these things that could kill and hurt you. It's like my house. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it was, it was just like, you had to go through all these layers that have different animals in them and overcome them. And then it's the, like Diablo. Yeah. The final puzzle was, uh, mm. it was just an empty room with the door on the other side and they're freaking out because they're like, this is way too simple. There's some kind of trap here. I don't know what we're going to do. And um, Fezzik just gets like so freaked out. He's just like, fuck it. And just bull rushes the door and knocks it down. Mm. And it turns out there was like a poisonous spider on the bottom of the knob that would bite you. Oh. So because Fezzik just smashed the door down. It wasn't they a problem. Were fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, either way, it would have been a cool scene to see, but I could see why. They did, did you not read do the it. whole book? I did. Yeah. The, the book we, sounds better. Yeah. It's, it it's, usually is. It happens a lot. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it, it literally, it, it is this movie. Like, the, it reads, like, like all the lines are the same. There's a couple mm. extra scenes and, and, like, commentary on the book, and there's a forward. But it's really not much longer mm. than the movie. I would also question if, mm. if that was how you got into this. How mm. is that albino doing that, like, every couple you know, hours? He has, back, he has, like, a secret entrance or something like that. There was, yeah, the tree uh, is the yeah. secret door. Yeah, so there's a way that they could all bypass it, but Fezzik and Indigo had to go through like the main entrance. Mm, Not okay. pass their initiative rolls. Yeah, I don't know yeah. actually if if Inigo Fair even enough. does the like divining with the sword or not. Either way, um, so oh, now Fred Savage is fucking pissed. He's like, "Wait a minute, Wesley isn't dead. He's pretending." He's like, who kills Humperdinck? Grandpa's like, no one kills Humperdinck. He's like, Jesus Christ. 
Christ, why'd you read me the story? And that's the actual line. <laughs> and Santa's like, I love it when you get in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa's like, all right, I'm just going to go. And he's like, no, don't go. He's like, you read it right. And Grandpa's like, okay, just let me finish it. Trust me. Tell you what, kiddo, just breathe into this pillow for well, yeah, a while. Is this where he's like, you know, that's not fair. He's like, who said life yeah, is fair? Yeah, life ain't fair. Yeah, shut the fuck up, kid. You gotta live with that Santa behind you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're homesick and Santa's doing all kinds of terrible things when you sleep. <laughs> and I'm not getting my pension anymore. You don't yeah. have a you don't have a cold kid. You have polio. You never walk in again. <laughs> and I died 10 years ago. You're <laughs> <laughs> freaking the fuck yeah. out right now. <laughs> I left you my glass eye. It's haunted. <laughs> so anyway, see this glass eye? <laughs> Also, I smuggled this glass yeah. eye out of Nam. I had it up my ass. Also, I'm only years. haunting you to lay, to warn you so you can tell your parents not to eat any of the food because Nilbog backwards spells <laughs> goblin. You don't piss on us, but don't don't pee on all the food. Oh, so, yeah, go we, ahead. Call Elizabeth You can't stand on the table because of the polio. John has had enough. So, oh, I was entertained. All right. we So we see Fezzik and Indigo looking That's at Wesley's corpse. And Indigo's like, we do not, us Spaniards do not take defeat lightly. Grab the corpse. We're going to go get a miracle. You're and um, I'm going to spend all your money at Miracle Max's. So uh, Wait, my money's like a casino. It's a yeah, Magic yeah. Mike sequel. So <laughs> they show up, <laughs> knock on this cottage. Is that what Billy Crystal's doing on Broadway now? Yeah, he's in. He's in that makeup and he's uh, swinging his. He junk. doesn't need the makeup yeah. anymore. They they summon this this to make him look younger. Really decroted, um, you know, white haired Billy Crystal, um, and he's like, "Go away!" And he's like, "I'll call the Brute Squad." And, and uh, Fezzik's like, I'm on the Brute Squad. He's like, you are the Brute Squad. And finally they determine mm. that it's like, he's already dead. You can't fuck this up any further. Just, we'll give you I'll some give money. give it a shot. See Oops. what you can do. Also, I'm assuming this yeah, had yeah. more of a something going on in the book? I don't remember really any major differences in the book. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Because um, this is like, it weirdly just kind of comes out of nowhere. <laughs> like, you know, I mean... Deus Ex Machina and all that kind of crap, but it's just like, oh, oh, he died. Well, there's the miracle worker that the mm -hmm. king just fired. Like, what? But, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's fairy tale shit. I mean, yeah. shit just comes out of nowhere. Also, I don't sure. think it was a real miracle worker. Yeah. No, but it, you would think this would the, be set up somewhere. Like, it, in the beginning of the movie, yeah. you see him getting fired or something, but. He is the guy who did nah. the song White Weddings, so he's, you know. It's not I mean, Billy Idol. It's not Billy Idol at all. And oh. also, it's, it's the 80s where every movie didn't assume that the audience was retarded. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't mean you're stupid just because you set something up. Well, they, they, anyway. ex they explain it. He was yeah. he was the court miracle worker. Yeah, they explain it. Humperdinck oh, fired him. So now he lives in a shack. He's he too afraid to yeah, they make miracles. But again, it's them. It, never mind. Tony right. wants the spin-off movie where it shows his origin story. I, I want Billy Crystal doing the white wedding video. <laughs> <laughs> the white Billy wedding Idol. in the makeup or wow. either. Either or. I'll take. I'll take any any Billy Crystal. <laughs> Him and his BFG. I don't care. <laughs> so, anyway, um, what the hell's that? All right. So they got Miracle Max. Yeah. Miracle Max is just talking all kinds of bullshit. He's like, he's only mostly dead. 
Check it out. I'll get a bellows, just ram that down his throat, inflate this bastard, yell at him like, called, why are you not dead yet? Yeah, this is you called know? We Don't Know the Heimlich Maneuver yet. Yeah. What's, what could possibly be keeping you hanging on? And then he like pushes on his, his uh, diaphragm and he's to like, life. to love. He's, he, he clearly said to blave. To blave. To bluff. So, you know, it's like a poker game and he got killed. And his wife comes out and she's fucking pissed. She's like, you liar. Boo. You liar. Boo, you muck. She starts yelling humperdink. And he's like, oh, I hate that word. And that's when Indigo puts everything together. He's like, all right, check it out. You bring this guy back to life, he'll fuck Prince Humperdinck up. Just ruin or everything. Just, fuck it. Yeah. just either or. Either way, <laughs> yeah. either way, you'll be reading about in the news. Tomorrow. Billy Crystal's like, all right, good, we're on. Skip ahead to the point where we've just made a fucking miracle pill. We're not going to show you how because we just pull it out of our ass. Yeah, literally. Um, covered yeah. in chocolate. <laughs> That's doo-doo, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the pill takes 15 minutes to power up before you can feed it to Carrie Elwes. Because oh, we were only take six if you do it rectally. Because mm. yeah, we were debating. We're like, why not just give it to him right now? Might work better if he got it directly from the head of the police union in California. And it, it's been quoted to death. She was smuggling drugs that were uh, mis- um, disguised as chocolate. Who was the head of the police, police union in California? California. Oh, well, anyway, just kind of so, told you out there. <laughs> they're they're leaving the cottage, you know. His wife's like, "Well, they're like, have fun storming the castle." And his wife's like, "You think uh, you can do it? Work? Yeah, I uh-huh. don't need a miracle." Um. So now we cut to but a I'm scene because it was just a walnut covered in chocolate. So, <laughs> you know. so we cut to a scene that's sort of like the Jurassic Park moat where I need a diagram because like there's sixty men in front of the castle gate. But, like, there's, like, a rampart across from the gatehouse that they're on that, like, overlooks the gatehouse. I think it's a bridge that they're on. Is that? Either way, it's got it's this, like... a like, bridge or something. It's got this elevated view where you could, like, peek over the wall and look at the, the only way in and out of the castle. That's, like, a serious security liability. Like yeah, that... bridge over mm. troubled plot lines. So, either way, they feed him the pill. Um... And uh, Wesley wakes up and he's like, I'll fight, I'll fight you both. I'll take you apart or whatever. And at this point in the first take of this scene, Andre the Giant literally just rips a 16 second fart (laughs) that shook the set. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Originally, I had that in my notes. I forgot about that. And he was like swaying back and forth, Carrie always says, and like. Uh, the sound guy had to like take the headphones off. <laughs> just like described it as having like peaks and valleys, like it came and went, and just so by the end of it, everyone's just speechless because they're like just nothing like that has ever happened in front of any of them before. So apparently, Rob Reiner was like, "Hey, uh, Andre, you okay?" <laughs> He's like, "I am now, boss." <laughs> And I Absolute wish they kept unit. that footage. Yeah. They recorded over it. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, Carrie always, like, look it up on YouTube. Carrie always tells the story really well. <laughs> but a 16 second long fart. So, anyway, basically, they figure out they're like, okay, Buttercup's in there. I got to rescue her. Um, I need a wheelbarrow and a Holocaust cloak, which are two oddly specific things to ask for back to back. Very unfortunately named as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. 
But the plan is we're going to have my immobile ass and um, one Mandy Patankin push Andre the Giant on a fucking wheelbarrow wearing a fireproof cloak that we're going to light on fire. Yeah. Joe, we, yep. maybe we should explain what a Holocaust cloak is to it those is, uninitiated. It is, audience. in D&D terms, a cloak of fire resistance that also can be lit on fire without harming you. Gotcha. It is, has nothing to do with the Holocaust. Perfect. It means Holocaust like a lot of fire, mm. like a crazy amount of fire. Not like... We need to exterminate some people. No. But he is threatening to exterminate the gate guards as they're yeah, wheeling he, him in. He is. Which scares the shit out of all the gate guards. I don't understand. Like, Andre the Giant's already seven foot yeah. four. Just light him on why, fire. Why, why, do need, yeah. why do we need the wheelbarrow? Yeah. Like, I don't know. And you yeah. were planning on, like, rolling him into the gate or something? Well, I, I think know, that, but. no, I think the idea is more just, like, the, the scary image of him, like, not walking but moving kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. But, mm. and I guess the extra oh, like two like, feet or whatever yeah. helps make it look but... like he's bigger and floating yeah. But yeah a 500 pound man on fire just running in going like, <laughs> yeah, like i am the drip pirate well, i'm done i will all right. kill you all it's that's like fine i imagine one of these taking out half men could take care of you i'm yeah. gone i will say that's one hell of a workout that inigo montoya oh, yeah. does yeah yeah lifting andre the giant in a fucking wheelbarrow that that'll get your glutes yeah, that again are, i say is the biggest problem with this whole uh, this plan yeah. is it's up to him to lift the giant in a wheelbarrow and while the other guy is strapped to his back and yeah. like, <laughs> forget oh, about that, that that wheelbarrow ain't gonna yeah. fucking yeah, that too yeah, yeah. <laughs> like put Carrie Elwes in there too if and, you're gonna do yeah. that. Well, well also, get lit on fire. Yeah, yeah. You also have the problem of like if Andre doesn't break that wheelbarrow, yeah. it's catching on fire. See, no, it should, it should have been yeah, all of them in the. It should have been Wesley stacked on top yep. of of Fezzik. That would have made more sense. Yeah, that would have just in a go wheelbarrow. And that would have actually been the dread pirate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Either way. um we get another, like, um, blunder here where the Portacolis is lowering <laughs> and Fezzik just catches it and just throws it back up. And now, okay, you're strong enough to lift the Portacolis. It's not like it just goes back up and stays there. It's not a garage door. Like, it's just coming back down. Like, I don't understand how let's, that one works. Let's tell ourselves that he, he threw it up with such force that, like, it caught, out the caught on something. Or, yeah, yeah like, embedded into the roof. Sure. So are, they are they on our portcullis is usually on like a ratchet system, whereas it goes yeah. down, it's it's locked. Well, into... no, their gravity just takes it down. I mean, right. But you yeah. need like a, a capstan up, with probably. a chain yeah. to pull it back yeah. up. Usually, you just have to release the the capstan, and it'll Unless just it roll some and sort of a, the some sort of a counterbalance to make it easier to. I guess to but get back up again. They're usually designed but... to be deployed very quickly. Either way. So. That's we're picking this. That's why I wear, that's why I wear yeah. tearaway jeans. I'm crazy for just, you know, saying how come the Miracle Man came out of nowhere, but now we're going to spend 20 minutes talking about... I'm always going to talk well, about this is a, things this is done a, wrong. This is act, acting how something actually works, not mm-hmm. not your weird fan fiction that you're writing. No, they're, they're plot devices. What? Anyway. It's, it's a deus ex machina kind of thing, yeah. So, yeah. either way, they assault the ginger... They're like, give us the gate key. He's like, I have no gate key. We'll rip your mustache off. Fezzik tears mustache off. He's like, oh, this gate key. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
you know, so now they're inside the castle. Meanwhile, we cut to the wedding. And you got this fucking uh, Wide this minister here. He can't pronounce the wedder. Ah, marriage. That's all more fun. Isn't that a famous yeah. guy though? I think so. Oh, I think he's yes. the original yes, Pink yes, Panther, yes, yes. isn't he? You know, and the it's not um like, no who was that was uh Peter Sellers right? Wasn't he the original yeah. Pink Panther? Yeah, wasn't that Peter Sellers? Well, he was the the inspector in mm-hmm. the Pink Panther. Yeah, yeah, the Pink Panther was inspector the inspector Clouseau. Yeah. But. yeah. Either way, I don't know. I thought there was Peter Sellers. Maybe I'm maybe I'm No, I think that was some other. I think he's a British actor, mm-hmm. but I don't. Okay, it's John Cleese. Yeah. It's not John Cleese. I know who that is. It looked kind of like Eric Idle, but it's not Eric Idle either. It's Billy Idle. It's not Billy Idle. It's not. Yeah, he's not in this movie, Brick. All right. Yeah, he's not. Keep that looking. man is not a Monty Python. <laughs> so anyway, um, they uh, so now. Uh, Humperdinck looks at Count Rook and he's like, go handle that shit. Take all your goons. Um, and then he just decides to fast forward the wedding. He's like, just say man and wife. And he's like, my wife. And he's like, all right, we're married. I'm sorry, what was that? My wife. It's Peter Cook, by the way. Oh, Peter, Peter Cook. Cook. Okay. Right. So either way, they're, um, he has the king take Buttercup back to the honeymoon suite. And on the way back, she's she kisses him on the cheek and he's like, oh, what's that for? And she's like, well, I won't be seeing you again. You were always so nice to me. I'm going to kill myself tonight. And he's like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> she kissed me. <laughs> no. He hasn't had an erection in years. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, yeah, um, back inside the castle. But the erection he'll have tonight will kill him. Yeah. <laughs> he'll die happy. Drain his heart of fluid. So, uh, Vicini, or not Vicini, Fezzik. Inigo and Wesley are now inside the castle and they run smack into Count Rugen and four goons. Count Rugen's like, all right, kill the giant and the dark one and leave the Spaniard for questioning. And Inigo tears through these guys like like um, like a buzzsaw through paper. Like, like I'm pretty Santa sure. Santa through a box of tissues. Yeah, I think the third guy just runs at him and dies. I don't think he even gets stabbed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like he goes through these guys real fast. So now it's just Rugen by himself. And, you know, he looks at him. He gives him the famous, you know, hello, my name's Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Goodbye. Yeah, Rugen's just like, fuck that. And just runs. It's one of the best, like, nopes. I'm and, going home. Yeah, he just runs and locks a door. Yep. <laughs> and Inigo cannot get through this door. He goes nuts. Yeah. He starts kicking it, nothing. Bouncing off. Shoulder like checking it. Yeah, bouncing off. He starts to cry. Yes. <laughs> I can't get this through. This is like a all stuck in a cage. He's been looking for this guy Try a for 20 years. Yeah, no, I, he's now like a few feet away. No, like, I would definitely no. be the same. Yeah. So, yeah, Fezzik leaves Wesley just hanging off a suit of armor because Wesley can barely move at this point. Um, and then he just sh- casually strolls over and just smashes the door down <laughs> just with one like, tonka, yeah. and then <laughs> the door just falls off the hinges. Um, Inigo goes running, but Rugen, he set up a little ambush. He got his, his boot dagger. And he throws that shit like it gets edited right into Indigo. (laughs) And he's just like, you spent your whole life pursuing me to, you know, get revenge and now only to fail right now. Dumbass. That's the best thing ever. Like, (laughs) he's like, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to take notes. This is this is like the final chapter of my book. So so aside from 
being in the intestines. Yep. Is that the kidney area? That what other things that, are? I mean, that he, was pretty dead center. So it was. I thought it was off to the side. A little. Well, yeah, uh, but it's. It was side-ish, but it's kind of in like it's below the liver, so it'd probably just be intestines. Maybe the okay, yeah, uh, yeah, the colon. So I mean, he's he's not gonna die right away. Mm. He's gonna be in a lot yeah. of fucking pain. It, it hurts. Yeah, it's probably gonna get you know. That's why he was holding his hand mm. in his shirt was basically you know keeping stuff from popping out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In, in the book, uh, the wound is addressed a little more. I remember that, um, but. But yeah, that kind of injury, you're probably dying of sepsis within yeah. a day or two. Um, Especially, you know, I'm sure that he didn't keep his knives clean. So it don't matter. All the yeah. fucking junk in your lower intestine. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. coming out. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. all the your stuff toast. on the surface yeah. of your skin. Mm. No, he did like, he did Rambo and just put some gunpowder through the yeah. tongue yeah, inside yeah. him and just, yeah, just blew, blew another hole. Blew a hole through himself. <laughs> he didn't have a Holocaust cloak, but he had a gay poncho. So. Yeah, he was all right. So anyway, he's pop- very absorbent. Yeah. <laughs> you better believe it. So he powers up. And he's like, I'm not going to fucking die right here. I'm just going to keep saying. Well, he gets stabbed Inigo first Montoya multiple like, times, well, right? Well, as he's standing up and saying the, the my name's Inigo Montoya thing, Rugen goes to stab him and he kind of half-heartedly parries it. So it hits him in both of his shoulders. Um, and then he just basically ignores that there's holes in his arms and just starts getting better. And Rugen's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> You're fucking nuts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So... Another behind-the-scenes thing, uh, Mandy Patinkin, uh, the actor, um, he, like, one of the things that put a little extra oomph behind his performance is he lost his father when he was very young to oh. cancer in an allegory very similar to what happened to Inigo Montoya. And he he visualized that throughout the whole, like... Cancer um, shortchanged him on a sword that he made? Yes. Um, throughout the whole, like, you know, researching his lines and all of that, like, he was like... You know, Inigo defeating this guy in the sword fight is like, you know, me me going to bring my father back. It was a very like, it didn't sound like a very healthy, like, frame of mind he was in. He was also just out, like, unhinged, out of control with the sword and legitimately stabbed Christopher Guest at one point. Like, it's a trading sword, but, like, Christopher (laughs) Guest is legitimately terrified in this scene. (laughs) Because Mandy Patinkin's going berserk, like channeling his dead father. <laughs> Keep so, it going. This is gold. So yeah, the acting in here gets a little bit of enhancement. Well, paramedics, stay back. I still want this. <laughs> so this scene's just great. Like, that is, what's that? Sorry, just the, that is one of the things where I'm sure we're mostly better for it, mm. but like, there are those moments that in like classic cinema or whatever mm-hmm. where like people's lives are actually threatened and stuff and you get a certain <laughs> performance that you just never see anymore mm-hmm. i mean yeah i i despite oh, my feelings of any mm. other part of this movie yeah. that scene was phenomenal yeah Absolutely tom cruise phenomenal. does it to himself yeah but tom i'm talking cruise like a mess like uh, shelly duvall being tortured for the shining yeah like it, it's not mm. good but like it did get a you know <laughs> She's amazing. Arnold Schwarzenegger actually being chased by a pack of dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Or uh, d- d- and falling down a, yeah. a cliff. Like. Um, so anyway, basically, 
He he reverse does everything that Rugen did to him, where he stabs him in the arms. He gives him the cuts across his cheek. He wants Rugen to offer him anything, you know, all his money, all his power, um, anything he wants. And Rugen is like, please. And then for whatever reason, still tries to attack him. And he's like, I want my father back, you son of a bitch. And runs him through. Uh, and you're just like, fuck yes. Did he, Father did he get like any Oscars or anything else for that performance? No, like, I don't, that, I don't it think just, so. It was a fantastic yeah. performance. So um, you're like, okay, that's a hard scene to follow. Let's see what, what happens here. Yeah. It, it and, just... you know, Princess Buttercup's about to like kill herself in her uh, in the wedding chamber. Somehow did not notice her true love lying on the bed <laughs> for... Uh, she only had eyes for that... that... For... That, that bridal dagger. dagger. Yeah. yeah, just it was like the Renaissance equivalent of the corporate pistol. Like it's in this nice decorative <laughs> box. This is the kill yourself dagger. It's a beautiful in nice. case yeah. of massive fuck up. But honestly, class. the way Humperdinck was was treating her, I'm sure he was just like here. Yeah, that's keep that in your room, yes. <laughs> just in case. But it is kind of yeah, as you kind of pointed out, like. True love allowed me to, you know, cross oceans to find you and survive death and everything, but apparently won't get you to look like two feet to the left. (laughs) She wasn't told to. That was was some serious ass canopy on that bed. Mm. So either way, um, she's about to stab herself. You know, right in their sternum. and You he's, got nice boobs. Don't yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, there's a shortage of perfect breasts in this world. It'd be a pity to ruin yours. Stop knife. Show bobs. Yeah. And she <laughs> she just like fucking Jimmy Snooker flies onto Wesley on the bed and just starts making out with him. Death by snoo He's snow. like, gently. <laughs> Why aren't you holding me? Yeah. And he, <laughs> my arms don't work. Pulls, pulls his head back with a kiss and then releases it. And he just slams his head on the headboard. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm like a balloon. You got to reinflate me. Mm-hmm. So and, yeah, also great props to him for like all the mm-hmm. flopping oh, about the work. I don't know what to call problems. that. Yeah, it's not but, his fourth smashed bone and concussion. Well, that too, yeah. but like, yeah, like just, he does it yeah. really well. I so, studied ragdoll for 17 years. <laughs> so she, um, she's like, you know, you know, why aren't you holding me? You know, oh, and then she's like, oh, I got married. And he's like, no, you didn't. And she's like, no, I was there. It yeah. happened. And he's like, it didn't happen. He's like, you didn't say I do. It didn't happen. Isn't that right, Prince Humperdinck? And he was like, damn it, I was about to fap. Yeah. <laughs> he's like lurking in the corner. I like to watch. And um, he's touch. like, all right, I'm going to kill you. He draws his sword. He's coming towards him because he thinks Wesley's immobile. So he's like, to the death. And Wesley's like, no, to the pain. And he says some pretty dark shit for a PG movie right here. He took uh, he took yeah. this right out of the Sicilian's uh, mm-hmm. playbook. He's just like, I'm going to talk weird shit to you until I can feel my fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's bluffing. Him. Yeah, he's yeah. stalling till he can get enough strength to stand exactly. up. Exactly. I'm just stalling for you. It was weird shit for me. It was Friday. <laughs> but essentially, he threatens this dude with like, we're going to cut your hands and feet off. We're going to poke out your eyes, cut off your nose. Yeah, and then my ears, too. Get on with it. Yeah, and he's like, wrong! (laughs) Your ears you keep. So that, like, everyone who's like, oh, God, what is that thing? Is yours to cherish. Every child who cries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, every baby ring in your perfect ears. Really just a man after my own heart. (laughs) It's like, I leave you in other ruin forever. That is to the pain. And, you know, Prince Humperdinck's a coward. He's like, well... 
He probably can't do that, but I really don't want him to do that. <laughs> um, so that sounds pretty bad. Yeah. Now, if they if he was reversed with um, Count Rugen, Count Rugen would have writ, written all that shit down. He's <laughs> yeah. like, all right, we're doing that. Yeah. Like, bring him back to the pit. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> not, I'm doing that to you. Not me, but someone definitely needs to have this happen. Yeah. But yeah, you can see he's like, that's freaking terrible, and I'm legitimately intimidated, but. Yeah. I don't think you can back it up right now. And he's like, can I, you miserable, vomitous mess? <laughs> he's like, all of all the foxes that he's hunted have been like pre-cut like yeah. <laughs> karate school boards. And um, he's like, that's the first time anyone's dared to insult me. He's like, it won't be the last. And finally, you know, he just stands up, points his sword at him. He's like, drop your says, sword. Get away from her, you bitch. Yeah, and, and Humperdinck just... just Pusses out, pisses so, all over yeah. the floor. Big old, big old pool of excrement forming <laughs> in his pants. Drops the sword, literally his gathers his skirts. Yeah, ducks his skirts. Up literally does. And yeah. sits in the chair that Wesley told him to get yeah. in. And as Buttercup tie him up, and he gives him the best lap dance he's ever yeah. had. <laughs> actually, now that you mention it, that's the first time she actually did something like without having someone else do it for her. I mean, she, she told off Humperdinck. Well, she knows how to tie a man yeah. up. Yeah. True. She knows how to call a man a coward. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so now Indigo shows up and Wesley's like, oh, thank God. Her, <laughs> her, burns, <laughs> her burns were just as severe yeah. as Wesley's, man. Was, so She was at it. Yeah, they're like, where the hell's Fezzik? Fezzik's like, check it out. There's four white horses and four of us. Looks like meat's back on the menu. <laughs> horses like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You are not riding me. He's you like, want horse? You weigh more than I do. Yeah, it's, like, it's okay. It'll be my stun double. Instead of Andre the Giants, it's Michael Chiklis. Yeah. Okay, imagine this. Mm-hmm. This is pretty fucking epic, all right? Mm-hmm. I did a rod, Okay. What'd you do with it? Pack pack a do- pack of dogs, uh-huh. pulling a sled, but it's horses, and Andre, Andre the Giant is on the toboggan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just That'd a horse drawn sleigh, chariot, yeah, yeah. chariot. Well, yeah. Like it's a it's a yeah. dog sled thing, but with horses and, and so, so sled. Giant. They yeah yeah they leave. What if we do reindeer guys? Oh, what if it's sled drawn by reindeer? Yeah. So, what we'll janky ass Santa happened on the back? <laughs> so anyway, until the um, ice cream buddy comes. <laughs> so anyway, um, they all just throw themselves out the window. Andre catches them. Uh, at no, this point, she doesn't throw herself out the window. She, she like daintily. Flutters. Yeah, it's like the princess in she, Mario she, Two. You hold B button down and Mario she floats. Mario Two, and it was. Uh, <laughs> she rings I think the it power was Galadriel floats down. What was uh, what was the one with the goblins and the you stole my my brother? Labyrinth. Yeah, yeah, wasn't there something like that in Labyrinth Two? Kind of. I thought there was. I think the end where she kind she of jumps halluc- through the Escher painting. Yeah, she was hallucinating oh, yeah, at one point. Right. Oh, I, I, I think she was hallucinating that whole, whole movie. movie. I was thinking he's maybe uh, talking more when she's falling down that pit and all the hands are. No, yeah. No, no. I thought there was no, something when she, where she was just. She eats the peach okay. with the worm yeah. in it. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're at the ballroom and then the ballroom oh, shatters yeah. and she's floating through. Yeah, yeah, I know. Anyway, so basically. they They go out the window. Um, Inigo's like, I don't know what I'm going to do in my life now. You know, I've uh, I got revenge. 
You know, and that's kind of all I've ever thought about. And he's like, you'd make a great Dread Pirate Roberts. Plus you're going to die soon. Yeah, yeah, all those wounds will kill you. Yeah. Go Don't worry nice. about that. So yeah, maybe a couple hours. They leave Humperdinck tied up. And presumably they've killed all his guards or scared them off. So I guess he's going to be there for a while. It's going to like the king's going to have to find him and untie him. I suppose so. <laughs> king's but, not going to untie him. No. He's <laughs> 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 just going to tell him how Buttercup kissed him. Uh, he's yeah. going to just start reading him a story. Yeah. About, hey, uh, come untie this young man. So Inigo, um, <laughs> that's how I spent Wesley my honeymoon Buttercup too. Had a very bad stunt double <laughs> of Fezzik ride off on four white horses, and uh, yeah, we see it's that like Daniel Radcliffe in the Weird Owl wig. <laughs> <laughs> so we see Buttercup um, and Wesley are about to kiss, and Grandpa closes the book, and Fred Savage is like, "You know what, Grandpa? Let's hear it." I want to hear about the kissy stuff Tell me now. Your dipshit story, Grandpa. Just and Grandpa finishes all over the bed. Her. <laughs> so he pushed her head down into the yeah. bed, then, lifted her legs onto his shoulders, and now, uh, are you sure you want to hear this kid? Santa's like, yeah. Are you sure I should be telling you this kid? So we learn about the five greatest kisses in the world and how uh, this was better than all of them. Apparently, there's just like judges that follow yeah. all couples. Well, I think. In the book, I think you get backgrounds on a couple of those kisses, and you get like a, a humorous anecdote. One of them but, was Kermit and Miss Piggy. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, now like the books, the books closed. Grandpa's leaving, and he's like, "Grandpa, can you come back and read it tomorrow?" And he's like, "As you wish." Hmm. And the movie ends. Yeah. Princess Bride. Tony. So what annoys me is that. Prince Humberdink is left in power mm-hmm. to continue to misrule I mean, his subjects. Maybe. Yeah. He's also the greatest hunter in the world. And like, that's his legit skill. Like he can gather up troops and just go right after them. Yeah. Um, They'll kill him. <laughs> probably without Count Rugen. He's like, what's the point? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, his, his hetero life mate. yeah <laughs> yeah tony yeah so a little bit on rottentomatoes.com crix gave this a score of 97 percent oh jeez. audience gave this a score of 94 yeah, percent i thought it'd be higher i mean that's but that is also yeah that is you know because modern day and whatnot mm-hmm. uh but that's the their uh thoughts and opinions uh let's ooh, why did i not do that uh get you and yours uh joe since you've been talking talk just keep talking <laughs> just keep talking no one else gets the microphone all right ever, ever. um yeah i mean after you were done yeah it's like i don't want to say perfect but it's as close to perfect as you get like the movie it's a very like cliched plot but it's the cliched plot and it's done perfectly um you know that's the only thing i can think where i would take marks off uh would be like it's it's the classic story that we've heard a bajillion times but every part of it is done perfect all of the scenes are great it is the most quotable movie in the world it has a stacked cast of all stars all of them deliver amazing performances um I've seen it so you know so many times, and I know most of the lines. Um, like I know all the jokes. I know that they're coming, and some of them still get me to laugh. Um, 
And, you know, it's it's a great comedy. It hits the dramatic heartstrings when it needs to. Um, amazing script. I even like the sappy shit with Fred Savage and his grandpa, which normally I would not give the time of day. Um, so all the movie shortcomings with the storytelling and whatnot, I am easily willing to ignore. This is one of those movies where I can turn off and just like, I want to enjoy this film. And uh, it does not disappoint. It's easily an A+. It's easily one of my favorite movies. And, um, yeah, I love it. Until it gets remade better with Christian Stewart and... Uh, Are they doing that? No. no. Oh, okay. I, well, I mean, I'm sure they will eventually. Eventually it'll happen. <laughs> but... Um, I think once Mandy Patinkin is no longer able to wield a rapier, this movie will be remade. <laughs> That's what's holding them back. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps threatening him or Carrie Elwes will still stab a bitch to stop that from happening. I've already proven I don't care if it takes twenty years. We'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Uh. John. Yeah. No. Basically, you know, the same thing. This is one of the movies where I can just completely let go and just enjoy for what it is. Um. In a, my perfect world, if we're talking about remakes, I would like to see an R-rated, gritty remake of why? of this. Huh? Why? Just because. Go like, watch Game of Thrones. I, what the... Why ruin this? <laughs> I'm just saying, if we are going to make a remake... Oh, that's full, the direction you'd want to go with. I'd want to go that. with a full, yeah. Full R. But full, you, you yeah. want full penetration. Not a family movie. It'd not be remade at all. You, yeah, you don't have to touch yeah. this. Okay, so it so it'd be but an if it's actual happening, person in yeah. a Santa costume jerking off. <laughs> uh, behind, not that gritty. Behind Fred Savage. Yeah, not that gritty. No, it'll be a CGI like weird ass goblin stuck on the wall. Um, <laughs> well, I'm sure we can talk uh, Zack Snyder into a making it. Goblin. But yeah, for what it is for Zack Snyder for, for a family friendly movie. Jesus. You, this is about as good as it gets. Oh, oh my god! Whoa. Whoa. Alien oh. down! Get away oh. from him, you oh. bitch! He, he did not hit the ground. He was caught in my coat. Oh, that's fine. I don't know why uh, he fell. Uh, probably. She, let's just leave him here. I'm gonna guess those or spindly her. ass that's legs. Yeah, that's a queen. Yeah, it's slay queen. It should have a, a stand probably by your feet somewhere <laughs> yeah, as well. You know, whatever. But yeah, balanced on a cardboard box, probably not no. the most stable. It was a big cardboard box. Well, is a big cardboard box. Oh, yeah. Just... It's a 10.05. Right. Sorry, John. You're uh, talking so, about yes. this movie. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. For, for what it is, for a family-friendly movie, it's pretty damn close to perfect. All right. Uh, Rob. I mean, I'm just going to echo what these guys said. It's no predator. But... Um... <laughs> <laughs> what if there was a, a scene where Indigo, Fezzik... And um, Wesley were just firing automatic weapons at the jungle, screaming <laughs> for like 10 at the minutes. fire swamp. <laughs> at the I fire mean, swamp. <laughs> as long as uh, Bill Duke jumps onto an RUS <laughs> and stabs the shit out of it. Uh, See, that's the I, rated gritty. Long, yeah, yeah, if I get to have see, me some fun, you talked me into it. I'm in. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. This arterial spray from one of those midgets inside the fur costume. <laughs> I will, uh, I, yeah, I'd be totally from, from actual there. actor, not even just, <laughs> yeah, not just, yeah, not special effects. We want, don't mess around. My brain, we want a real little person. Tony Weathers will play the albino. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Why 
Why the, not? I like how we went from a gritty R-rated cup to a full-on snuff film. <laughs> All right. No, it was good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Full marks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll skip some of this. I can't go as far as to say perfect, really. But uh, for what it is, it is close enough to it, I suppose. Because um, it's just fun. It's just a fun movie. It, you know, like... Again, the cliched stuff or some of the, uh, like, you know, just kind of dumber stuff or whatever, it can be explained away with it's a fairy tale. So whatever. It doesn't have to be all that, you know, special. And it's just a lot of fun. So, yeah, I will recommend it. And now to ruin everything, Brick. Oh, and so I will. As you wish. Um, You're not wrong when you say this is highly quotable totally not in any disagreement there there were really great scenes in this especially the you know the the um, all of them the, the ones vindication where scene happened, where he uh action you know, took place. stabs the guy who killed his father and you know i i loved andre the giant in this movie it was i Uh-oh. more or less liked everything that he did in this movie it was hilarious you're allowed not to yeah, yeah so no, it's just good but, but you want some broken. I English. just don't give a shit about this movie. Like I would not, I would not even bother staying on it for like probably a whole scene if I were channel surfing. I just, I would probably rather watch a commercial. It just, it. I like something that I haven't seen before, or haven't seen considered or or tried before. Nothing in this movie seemed to be particularly novel. It was just incredibly boring to me, and the main characters I think are the, are the big issue because they're for me they they just look like they're in a totally toxic relationship. Um, Princess Buttercup, I can't stand her name. It's just totally stupidly cheesy. Um, she's a freaking waifu pillow. Wesley is a chump. She's not crispy like yours, though. I don't know what. I didn't crispy like a like a masturbation. Go, go, go on, like go your on. wife would oh, pillow. Please continue. No, please no, continue. I don't have one of those. Um, so yeah, I just I don't I don't care about this movie either. I had no invested interest in it, and it's weird because everything that doesn't do it for me in this movie, and everything that apparently does it for the rest of the planet. It's the complete opposite, it seems, for most of the movies that I'm like, no, I, I could I could see some redeeming qualities in this movie. Uh, it's it's a weird experience. I have no idea why this movie is so popular. And I just I don't give a damn about it. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't rate it an F, though. I would rate it like a C minus. Yeah, I'm, you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I'm, no, I'm more shocked because <laughs> this is your mark, and I know some of the things that have cleared it mm-hmm. in yeah. your our redeeming factor. And yeah. holy yeah. shit, th- there's something off. I in never my opinion. said I was anyway. normal. <laughs> we all, we all have our trigger points that like keep us from getting invested in a movie. Yeah, that okay. like like it was. Like when you guys were were gushing over Independence Day in Pacific Rim, and I was sitting here like I hate Did this. Did we fucking gush movie. over Independence <laughs> yeah, let's, Day? Let's well, you chill on that word. All, you all recommended it, and I was like, that was the I worst. Don't even remember recommending? Yeah, it. I don't either. But that, we that were more we were more favorable. At yeah, that one in Pacific hell, Rim man. were both like everyone recommended, and I was like, that was one of the dumbest things I ever saw. 
like it's like legit exclusive in my I world. really did not like the uh um never given never surrender or whatever that we did last time no retreat no surrender yeah that I would rather watch that movie than this wow yeah that there's no there's no explanation <laughs> for uh, I mean I don't yeah, it's, there's lots I could say, but <laughs> we don't have the time. None of it will be helpful for the conversation. No, no. <laughs> um, well, what in this um, genre of movies? What would you recommend instead? Labyrinth. That's that's a very different mm, movie. It yeah. is a very different yeah. movie, but it's, but it's also a fairy tale. But it's got something in there that i haven't heard of before haven't seen before it's a fairy tale movie that has its own mm -hmm. unique world world building like the fire swamp was probably i think the only thing in there where i was like okay this is at least different everything else was just kind of mm -hmm. like as you alluded to before it was cookie cutter it's have you ever seen stardust i don't think i have interesting to see your reaction to that yeah and, you know, I, I was thinking as far as, like, alternative recommendations. Um, I don't think anybody here has seen it, but I would actually recommend Dudes and Dragons, which is a parody <laughs> of all of these kinds of fantasy movies, which is hilarious as fuck. Because when I was watching this, I was like, they totally ripped this off of Princess Bride. Well, they totally ripped this off of yeah. Princess Bride. But I liked it more because they were like, we are not taking this seriously at all. Well, that's part of the Princess Bride wasn't taking itself yeah. seriously either. Yeah, that's but... Also breaking is, all the ground. This is... When you see when you see uh, that movie, you'll, you'll know what I mean. <laughs> it's just... I don't know if we will. What gay porn is this? It's not gay porn. It's uh, orc porn in some cases, <laughs> but... Um, it's dudes and dragons. <laughs> what did you say? Not far off. Not far there. off. <laughs> yeah. Dude, All right. It's, so, if I remember correct, you won't know. Uh, it <laughs> had uh, what James Masterson or whatever Spike from Buffy and Marsters. Luke Perry. Yeah. Marsters. Yes. Yeah. And Luke Perry. Yeah. Wow, that's a pairing. That's a, oh, we're that's gonna a we're gonna fight a dragon. Who's gonna who's gonna grease me up? That Anyways, does happen, so I think. <laughs> besides, besides Brick, I know one person in my circle of friends who's like, this movie isn't that great. And everybody else is like, this movie's fucking amazing. Who else so, besides me? Do you know that? I will not say them on there. Okay. I mean, for me, it's, it's not like a movie that I would like just watch any old time. Like, I have to be in a very specific mood mm. for it. Mm. Um, but that, I mean, by no means is that it's is it a bad films yeah. yeah we've covered all this yeah no, but he's so, entitled well, yeah. his opinion i'm just putting i'm putting it in perspective yeah. it's one of those ones where it's it's like the 94 percent is accurate like and i don't know who you're talking about but i would be interested to know if there is a connection between mm -hmm. like when you saw this as well because mm -hmm. it probably is you were it's older when you though. first saw it I, I think so, yeah. But it's it's weird, too, because I wouldn't necessarily even qualify this as a bad film. It's just a why bother film. So mm -hmm. it, Oh, entertainment, I, that's why. It's, yeah. it, it, to yeah. me, it wasn't entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> it, 
it was made well. I just didn't give a damn. <laughs> Not enough guys greasing each other's up to fight exactly. a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. But right. ultimately, the 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 end here is as a podcast, we recommend Princess Bride. Easily. And if you're not a fan, The Labyrinth, I would say, check out. Mm. Uh, what else we got to sure. well, This is clearly one of the best movies we've ever reviewed. Oh, oh wow. yeah. We did, again, we did do Predator. All right, so. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's up there. It's <laughs> it's in the top ten of movies we reviewed. Sure. I also did The Thing. But that's, yeah. Uh, oh, but, the but, Thing was such a good movie. Uh, big thanks to John who sponsored the episode. Thanks. Yeah, well, thank you. I also got a, a sweet four guys in a movie podcast for Wagware. He did, is, he is did a barrel I, roll when he came in here to try now, to roll himself. Uh, after yeah. seeing how we, you know, treated everything and recorded this, he wants his money back. Oh, well, <laughs> too bad. Sorry, well, to spent. That's true. <laughs> who the hell? Who touched the die last? Who rolled no retreat, no surrender? I know it wasn't I, me. I rolled well, that's no not, retreat. That's no not the last thing we rolled. I, what yeah. is the, oh, what is that? Oh, yeah. I forgot. That's right. Something is rolled up. Yeah, that's right. So I don't know yeah. that we're going to even roll this nope. time, guys. Yeah. No, we do. Oh, have we saw one another in sponsored episode. Too. We do. Yeah. yeah. Don't All worry. I'll right. like this one. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll just. <laughs> Stuff's in the pipeline. We don't need to touch a die. Now, Tony's throwing up a hand fort, and he's standing there. Let's end the episode. Let's do. Guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Bye-bye. Let's Adios. roll down a hill. Bye-bye. Good night, everybody. As you wish. I got pee. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, and if possible, leave a review. If you have questions, comments, or would like to sponsor an episode, email us at the4ampodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, you can buy a t-shirt, hoodie, and more at Teespring. Or gain access to exclusive content by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash 4ampodcast. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.